the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Cush Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University. Welcome all to Novi, Michigan on the campus of Detroit Catholic Central High School. It's a dreary kind of night for high school football, but it's cheery inside because we have high school football here in week seven. Jeremy Otto alongside Carl Ruff to bring the call here today. Two teams in kind of different situations. Catholic Central backs against the wall looking to nearly win out to make the state playoffs in Orchard Lake St. Mary's and they come up this year 6-0 and cruising into week seven looking to cap off what could be a really, really nice season overall. These two teams battle-tested, both of them. As you look at the strength of schedule on both sides, that's something that certainly sticks out for Catholic Central. Their opponents combined all together to this point have only suffered five losses. They're battle-tested, no doubt. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, the two teams that have victimized Catholic Central this year are uh, Toledo teams, uh, Toledo Whitmer and Toledo Catholic Central, both uh, sporting 6-0 and records at this point. Obviously a uh, heavier schedule for Detroit Catholic Central. Orchard Lake St. Mary's on the other end, really uh, having a bounce-back year. There's no doubt about it. When you look at their last couple of seasons, 2017 was a 2-6 and six year, missed the playoffs. Obviously in 2018 was a 3-6 campaign and missed the playoffs there. 6-0 and coming into play today. Wins over Dakota in week one, 28-14. A win over Angola out of Indiana, 40-3 in week two. A huge win over Harper Woods Chandler Park, 56-16 in week three. A 38-35 back-and-forth battle versus Wadlake Western in week four. De La Salle, a close battle in week uh, five of play, 16-14. And then last week, a 44-21 win over Birmingham Brother Rice, a, a game in where they kind of dominated, and they wanted to do that because of the tight scores they played with the weather conditions here today. The rain has certainly lightened up now, but if that's a factor, it might uh, make for a, a grind them out type of game here. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, we are expecting to have a little bit of uh, weather coming in here, which may make the aerial game uh, less easily played, and you're going to have that grind out, as you said, in the lines and uh, running on the ground. Well, these two teams warming up as uh, we prepare for this football game here today. Orchard Lake in their white and red uniforms, Catholic Central in their base blue with the white numbers and the shamrock on their helmet as well as these two teams get ready to battle out in Week 7. It's tough to believe we're already in Week 7 here of the high school football season. Well, we'll take a look at our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard when we get back all the games going around the Catholic League. Some good ones and some out-of-state opponents playing a Central Division opponent tonight, which could ring 
big in terms of the standings and playoff implications and all that good stuff. So we'll take a look at that and more when we get back here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriots. Stick with us. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. For most of my life, every year I would get a super sore throat and then it would go to my head, to my chest, and I'd be sick for two or three weeks. Last fall, I start, I got the sore throat, and I go, well, let me try this. And I took a whole bunch of capsules of the veggies in addition to the three and three that I took during the day. The next morning, the sore throat was gone, and I didn't go through that whole routine. And I attribute it to taking nine capsules of the veggies. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Detroit. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. I'm Lauren, a senior at Mercy High School in Farmington Hills. Mercy has prepared me for college and for life. Mercy's rigorous curriculum, including anatomy and AP calculus, has given me the academic edge to attend a prestigious university. At Mercy, I'm a part of a sisterhood of students who help strengthen my faith. With a variety of sports and clubs, every student has a place here. Discover what it means to be a Mercy Girl at our open house on Sunday, October 27th from 1 to 3.30. Visit us online at mhsmi.org. Time to take a look around the Catholic High School League. Brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. A lot of good games going on here tonight as we get oh so close to the state playoffs. It, it certainly shrinks down and down and down as you get closer. But it's a quick seven weeks. And then before you know it, it's week nine. You have the prep bowl and then the opening week of the state playoffs. So if you blink, you probably lost some games and your season's over. But uh, let's take a look at some other the, uh, some of the other games around the league. Liggett travels to Cabrini tonight. That's a... Caprini squad coming off a loss to Detroit Public Safety. Looking to really make that push at the end of the year to try to make the first playoffs in the first comeback here for Brian O'Bricky on the other side. A team from Indiana coming up. Uh, it's a rare, I guess, non-league Indiana-Michigan or Ohio-Michigan matchup here in Week 7, but they will travel to Southfield, Michigan to take on Brother Rice here today. That's a Brother Rice squad looking to bounce back a little bit after they lost to Catholic Central and Orchard Lake St. Mary's in back-to-back weeks. It's a Gurren Catholic team that's 5-2 and two coming into play as well. Royal Oak Shrine traveling to Britain Deerfield. Shrine 6-0 and oh for the first time since 2011. They were 8-0 that year. You have to go back to 2008, the last time they had an undefeated season. So we'll see if Oscar Olnicek's squad will look to do that as play goes on. Ann Arbor Gabriel Richard travels to Dearborn to take on Divine Child tonight. It's an Ann Arbor Richard team that lost to UD Jesuit last week here on our air, and it's a Divine Child team coming in at a flat 3-3, three and three. so they really have to make a push if they want to make the state playoffs as well. Loyola at UD Jesuit in the Jesuit Bowl, if you will. That should be a good one, Loyola 3-3. Three and three. UD Jesuit 4-2 and two coming into play. 
Loyola with a bye week next week. They really have to win their next two games to, to make it in at 5-3, and three, you'd think, because 4-3 and three might not be oh so good for them. In the end, Cranbrook at Lutheran North. Those are two three and three teams, two and teams, two teams that are really streaky. And how about the start for Cranbrook? Win loss, win loss, win loss. <laughs> so that's an interesting go about for them thus far. Detroit University Prep will travel to Riverview Richard. Pioneers trying to go six and one with a win here tonight. A very intriguing matchup for a lot of reasons. De La Salle checking in at three and three. They'll take on Davison at Wayne State University. Davison, the number six team in the state. Not only in Division One, but the number six team in the state. They will take on a De La Salle team that needs a victory. And they'll take on UD Jesuit next week. Should be an interesting matchup there as well. Foley at Cardinal Mooney. It's a Foley squad needing a win at 3-3 three and three as well. And Everest Collegiate will travel to Waterford to take on our Lady Lakes. Everest still undefeated at 5-0. and oh. So a, a certainly a good slate of games here tonight, Carl, as we transition back to our one here today right in front of us it's detroit catholic central and orchard lake st mary's we'll give your keys to the game a little bit later but what are your overall thoughts on what we'll see here tonight well jeremy i don't think that uh this orchard lake st mary's team is going to take the uh detroit catholic central team lightly uh the the battle is going to be down in the trenches you can expect to see uh orchard lakes uh, try to open up holes get that run game going early and uh Catholic Central, who is uh, performing better on their defense, they're going to try to hit those gaps and uh, hold up that run game. Sure. We'll talk a little bit about more of the personnel in this game, the quarterback, some of the key players on offense and defense a little bit later in our Catholic High School League pregame show. But for now, we're going to send it to East Lansing to the MHSA offices for this week in high school sports. Here's John Johnson. Pouring it on, golf changes, and to your health, your mental health. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. The two-time defending individual champion in Division I girls cross-country in the Upper Peninsula, Nagani's Emily Papour, is off to another great start this season. She set a meet record at the Tracy Strom Invitational in Ishwaming a couple of weeks ago with a 19.29, and then last Saturday, running in the prestigious Division I field at the always tough Portage Invitational. She trimmed nearly a minute off of that time for a personal best 18.31 and finished ninth against a field of the best lower peninsula runners coming from schools two to six times the size of Nagani. But it almost didn't happen as an illness nearly forced her to the sideline this season. We weren't sure what sickness I had. We kind of thought it was mono for a while, so they didn't want me running on it. Having that thought go through my mind that I wasn't going to be able to run for the rest of the season and I wasn't going to be able to finish my senior year. And then, like, I guess I take it for granted sometimes, and it made me realize how lucky I am to be able to run and use my guess, I guess. Papoor led her school to the Division I girls track crown in the UP last year and she swept the 800, 1600 and 3200 meter races. You can read more about Emily Papoor on the second half page of the MHSCA website. Our This Week game balls go out to Caden Curry of Martin, who rushed for 251 yards and five touchdowns to lead the Clippers to a win last week over Bridgman in eight-player football, and the girls' tennis team at Marquette, which ended the five-year reign of Nagani by winning the Upper Peninsula Division I girls' tennis crown last week, capturing two singles and two double flights along the way. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Need money for college? You need my student aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. 
Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Even though golf rules are mostly on the integrity of the players, there are several MHSAA enacted changes that take effect this year. One allows for the use of cell phones to call a coach or meet administrator for health and safety issues, the inputting of live scores, to contact the rules officials with questions, and to use as a distance measuring device. Dedicated distance finder devices will also be allowed for use in MHSAA tournament play. Another new local rule caps the maximum score per hole at 12 strokes in tournament activity. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Visit the MHSAA website now to register. Nowadays, when we talk about the health and safety of young people in high school sports, we're touching on topics much more diverse than when any of us played 20, 30, 40, or 50 years ago. Of late, concussions have occupied a lot of our attention, but there's growing concern nationally about the mental health of our young people playing the games. It's something that's getting more and more attention. The MHSEA was a sponsor just this week to a conference which drew over 600 student-athletes to Lansing to discuss the bevy of mental health issues that are now out there. And in its preseason rules meetings for coaches in all sports, the MHSEA is including a message from the Be Nice initiative of the Mental Health Foundation of West Michigan. The Be Nice messaging includes some star power behind it with coaches from Michigan State and the University of Michigan, Tom Izzo, Mark D'Antonio, Carol Hutchins, and Jim Harbaugh. And former Detroit Lions quarterback Eric Hipple is on board. He's a nationally known advocate for mental health issues. Now, we're not telling you anything new when we say that kids are under all kinds of pressures these days. Student-athletes also bear additional pressures that represent what the out-of-control world of athletics has become. What we've seen happen and heard stories of from many high-profile athletes is taking place every day right in front of us, and we don't even know it's happening. And it's not a stretch to say where it starts. The number one reason kids play high school sports is because it's fun. And the number one reason they get out or burn out is that it stopped being fun. We need to do everything we can to keep making these games fun for kids and keep them engaged for as long as we can in a positive, healthy way. Be Nice and similar programs give us things to watch for in our student-athletes. How much different than looking for the telltale signs of concussion? And how important it is to respond, respond quickly, and literally save a young person's life. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSEA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. 
Known for its excellence in academics and extracurricular activities, Brother Rice High School, an all-boys Catholic school for grades 9 through 12, will be hosting its fall open house Thursday, October 24th from 6 till 8 p.m. Middle school students and their families will have an excellent opportunity to experience the Brother Rice tradition. Meet faculty and staff, tour the campus, and learn about the admissions and enrollment process. Visit Brother Rice's open house page, brrice.edu slash open house. Register now at brrice.edu slash open house. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the best of the Catholic High School League games. Join us for live play-by-play coverage each week this fall. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Cush Paint, Nahez Recruiting, Balance of Nature, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and Siena Heights University. Welcome back to Catholic Central, everyone. Jeremy Otto alongside Kyle Ruff to bring you the call here tonight. It's the home Catholic Central Shamrocks taking on the visitors from Orchard Lake, the Eaglets of Orchard Lake, St. Mary. This is a big game in the Central Division. A lot of implications. Obviously for Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, they're in the prep hole. They're 2-0. So they're playing for Catholic League Championship Week 9 at Eastern Michigan this year. But you never want to concede any games at this point because you're playing not only, you know, for momentum as the season goes on, but you're playing for seeding in the MHSA playoffs. So seven and two compared to or either in six and three, seven and two, eight and one. You want to be nine and oh. <laughs> if you can be nine and oh, that's that's what comes down to it. So you can say, Oh, it's your lake doesn't have uh, a whole lot to play for tonight, but that's not at all true. Catholic Central on the other end that even in terms of the record coming into today, they need a win not only to try to jolt themselves into the prep bowl, but they also need a win to stay alive in the state championship race. So it's a big game for the Shamrocks. It is, uh, Jeremy. If Divine, or pardon me, if uh, Catholic Central can beat Orchard Lake St. Mary's at this point in the conference, they're going to end up tied two and one. And then the uh, following game with uh, Catholic Central playing River Rouge who's already having a successful season at 5-1, and one, gives them an uh, advantage going in. Uh, Divine Child is still on the docket yet for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Uh, they're in a 3-3. Three and three. And, again, they, everything is yet up in the air for these teams. A win makes it a lot less complicated for the Catholic High School League if Catholic Central wins this game. A loss makes it a lot complicated because... When you look at it, it'll be a three-way tie if Catholic Central loses it for that final spot in the prep bowl. They'll all be one and two. So Catholic Central, Brother Rice, um, and De La Salle will all be one and two checking into next week. That means they have to go to not only a, a head-to-head tiebreaker, but they have to go to a point differential tiebreaker between the two. Because when you look at it, you see Catholic Central, oh, they've beaten De La Salle. So that must mean they're in. No, it, it'll because there's a three-way tie. That would be the case if there was just a, a tie between two teams. But because there's a three-way tie, that would overcomplicate things. So I'm sure the league office is hoping, hey, let's let's, let's get a Catholic Central victory so we don't have to sort through it. But uh, overall, there's a lot on the line here today as the seniors are honored for Catholic Central here at midfield. It's a, always a nice 
sight as the lights are on. The sky is kind of cleared up as you see the, the sun kind of setting behind the nice tree line on the far side. But it's now time to get to our keys to tonight's game. Carl, what do you think? Well, I think it's going to be more of the same for Orchard Lake St. Mary. They've been very successful running the ball. They've mixed it up a little bit. They've got some good numbers passing. For Detroit Catholic Central, defense, defense, defense. Absolutely. Well, we'll have the opening kick when we get back. But first, I want to tell you about Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Do you know there's a credit union for Catholic? That's got to be Alliance Catholic Credit Union, right? They have a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, a great mobile app, everything you need to manage your money. They're actively involved in supporting Catholic education through scholarships, financial literacy programs, and event sponsorships. So if you're Catholic anywhere in Michigan, put your money where your faith is. To learn more about Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. Kickoff is next on The Patriot. Don't go anywhere. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here, cordially inviting you to join us right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriots, this Saturday as they take on in-state rival, the Ferris State Bulldogs. Ashley DeSita, Ryan Oshnock, and yours truly will have the call for you, starting with our pregame show at 5.30, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on the Patriot. Hello, I'm Judy Hess, the principal of St. Catherine of Siena Academy, an all-girls Catholic high school in Wixom. We educate our stars both academically and spiritually through challenging coursework, daily mass, and award-winning co- and extracurricular opportunities. Join us at our open house Sunday, October 20th from 1 to 3 p.m. to learn more about how we prepare our stars to use their feminine genius to set the world ablaze. Check us out at stcatherineacademy.org, S-A-I-N-T, catherineacademy.org. Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week. Atop the field here at Detroit Catholic Central High School, Jeremy Otto alongside a talented man that we're really happy to have along with us and Carl Ruff here today. Carl, good to have you as uh, we prepare for a big game here in Week 7 of the Catholic High School League. It's the Orchard Lake St. Mary's Eaglets and the Detroit Catholic Central Shamrocks. Jeremy, I'm uh, pleased to have been uh, asked to come in here and sit here. I love the vantage point that uh, we have here. It's going to give us a good view of the game uh, be a little bit of an opportunity that I haven't appreciated before or had the opportunity to appreciate before. (laughs) Alex Westfall is our on-site engineer. He's going to be updating with the scores via our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard online line. Brian Belaski bumping the tunes back in our WDTK studios. Ida Floaty and Gus Vanderdunk will take over post-game and hopefully for a couple of segments at halftime as well for our CHSL Drive Home Show. Let's take a look at the two quarterbacks in this game for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. It's number 11, Grant Henson, the 6'3", 195-pound senior. He's a guy that's thrown for 598 yards and six touchdowns. And he's a guy who's really a calm leader for the St. Mary's squad, and they depend on him to kind of complement their run game. Yeah, Jeremy, he, he's produced. Every time he's been asked to produce, he's uh, done so. And he's kept uh, the balance of this offensive attack for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. On the other side, it's number 14, Declan Bile, kind of inserted into the starting lineups in the last couple weeks, taking over 
for the original start of this season. And Jack Bino, those two guys have been going at it since camp in terms of who's going to be the start of this. Sophomore gets the call for the third straight game here today. The 6-1, 170-pounder. A guy who's doesn't have a lot of stats, obviously, on the year. The offense didn't have a lot of success last week with only 100 total yards, but they like him. A pocket passer, they say, with a live arm. So he's going to be important here today if they get a victory. Jeremy, I, I, I think you can look at the stats here, and you can see that uh, Declan Biles is also a bit of a dual threat. Uh, as with Jack Bino, I think the, that's a key to the offense for uh, Detroit Catholic Central, that they have that uh, secondary threat coming from the quarterback, and they get that out of both these quarterbacks. Yeah, they really like uh, that dual threat nature between these two guys. So when you look at these two teams' schedules in terms of who they've played, we talked about it pregame. Catholic Central and Orchard Lake have both played tough opponents, but Catholic Central has kind of taken that to the next level. Their opponents are a combined 25-9 and nine checking in to play here today. Played a couple of the top teams in Ohio. Yeah, they weren't successful on their trip down to Ohio, but uh, you look at the, the stats and you look where these two teams, uh, Toledo Whitmer and Toledo Catholic, Central Catholic, stand. Uh, each of those are in top 25 in Ohio. There were no uh, uh, easy muffin games there. Uh, it was Talk about the Catholic Central getting in and uh, taking on some quality appoint, opponents. Still awaiting kickoff here. Looks like uh, we were going to go in a couple minutes uh, before we broke in our final break here in pregame. They're now delaying for some reason as these two teams come together. Catholic Central meeting on their own 40-yard line. Orchard Lake on the other side as they uh, kind of try to keep loose. I think the players thought that they were going to get this game going as well. They're kind of hopping around, making sure they're, they're good to go before the start. Gives us an opportunity to talk about some of the weapons offensively surrounding the two quarterbacks as well. There's a really good one who's committed to the Broncos of Western Michigan next year. Number one, Anthony Inachuku for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. His numbers are not eye-popping by any means here in week seven of the season, but that's because he's been banged up by a hamstring, kind of dealing with it all the way since the end of two days. He's got nine catches for 162 yards and a touchdown, but he's a guy, when healthy, that they really like, and a guy who's played quarterback at one time as well for St. Mary's a weapon on the outside. They have a couple. They do. Uh, you look at these stats, and you've got Cam Arnold, Ray Zerke, and Jason Vesenai. Vucinai. Vucinai. It's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're all gathered at least 50 yards in and uh, corralled in a touchdown. So that's a diversified wide receiving core out there with uh, Anthony uh, Inachuku doing uh, the lead on yardage and uh, doing well for the team. Looking forward to seeing him play healthy. Catholic Central on the other end is a pretty talented wide receiver core as well, led by Jonathan Brewer, Sam Dursa, and uh, a a guy Easton St. Clair along with uh, Cody Daraban, who really do a good job combining uh, for the lead in, in targets there. And they really do spread it around, and that's what makes this offense dangerous at times for the Shamrocks. Yeah, you, you've got uh, a, a host of players on the receiving end, whereas Detroit Catholic Central is known for their defense mostly. They're spraying around that offense, which makes it hard for Orchard Lake St. Mary to key on anybody individually. Tommy Doman teeing it up for Orchard Lake St. Mary's at the 40-yard line here. He's a man that's gone for a touchback nearly every kickoff. He's... 33 for 38 on touchbacks this year. He's even kicked three 
through the uprights in this position here. Back in his white jersey with the red numbers, Catholic Central, and the blue and the white numbers on the other side. Gearing up, getting ready for this one as Doman drives that right foot forward, punches it, spinning it into the end zone and nearly through the uprights that time. Just sunk to the right of that far bar. So that means this Orchard Lake squad will take a first down and 10 in the 20-yard line here. Well, it's going to be interesting, uh, Jeremy, to see how they come out there. Are they going to be keying on the pass while we have this uh, threat of some weather? Are they going to try to get uh, ahead and work early? on the pass, or are they going to go right to the ground game? Declan Vile leading the Catholic Central offense out there here. Third game as the starting quarterback for this Catholic Central squad. He starts in the empty set, trips to the right side. They want a man out there in Sam Dursey. Scrambles for the first down up to the 25 and finally pushed out just across the 30-yard line on the far side. That's a solid start for Declan Vile and company. Yeah, Billy Morphew is out there uh, helping out and doing a little bit of blocking downfield. That's something this Catholic Central team has always prided themselves on, being able to block. When they ran that wham, the three-back sets, that's something they had to do to perfection. This one a little bit more in tight formation as they go to the pistol. One wide receiver to the far side, the motion at tight end to the right. It's a immediate run as tumbling up the middle is Danny Scott, a guy we haven't seen run it too much. The 5'9", 165-pound junior is going to gain nearly five. He's up to the 36. It's a very good start. You start with a pass play and you come back with a run. It's a good start. As Catholic Central offense moving right to left across your radio dial here tonight, just underway, 30 seconds into our Catholic High School League football game of the week. Three men in the backfield for Catholic Central with Bile under center here. Hands it off left side. Up the guts in the end to about the 40-yard line. That's going to bring up a third down and one. That was Yatuma on the carry, a guy who's getting more and more carries from that running back spot as the year goes on. So third down and one. They'll stick with the three-back set here. Biles still under center. He hands it off right side. Cole Price. And that extra effort by Kreiss at the 40-yard line. Going to gain him the first down. Kind of hop-stepped his way at the line of scrimmage to allow himself some more space. Now they're just shy of Orchard Lake territory here. Yeah, he made it through the line of scrimmage before he was even touched. He had that first down before the first man made contact. Good blocking up front. So 10-35 still remaining in quarter number one. We're stuck at a scoreless game. Catholic Central scrimmaging from their own 44-yard line on the far hash. Back to the spread. Trips to the left, to the far side with Bile in the empty set here. Hits his man in a short slant to the 50-yard line. Secures the catch to Sam Durson. He gains a solid seven again on first down, and this offense looked like a machine here early on for Catholic Central. Positive yardage every play is going to get you down the field really quickly. They'll sub three in and three out on offense will Catholic Central. Yachuma, Burks, and Brewer coming in. File back out there in the gun. Single wide out to his left. Couple tight ends stacked to the right side of the line. Delayed pitch to the right. It's into the hands of Danny Scott again. Scott scrambling into Orchard Lake territory, the 50. Another cutting move up to the 46-yard line. Bounces close 
to that first down marker, and they're going to give it to him as they move those chains right to left on the far side. Jeremy Stephen Kolcha was out front there pushing that line, pushing that player. He got out in front there and helped make that play happen. Kolchev, a guy with great balance, good hands, 6'2", 290, the senior on the offensive line. 9.24 left to play, first quarter scoreless. Bile back in the pistol, single wide out to the far side. Another handoff is going nowhere. Danny Scott is absolutely swallowed in the backfield at midfield for a loss of four yards. Orchard Lake sent two or three guys. The main man was Jordan Cannon shooting out and making the tackle. He had a little bit of help from Cameron Arnold there, but they seemed to have sniffed that play out before the snap even happened. You're listening to the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week here on WDTK Detroit. Jeremy Addo alongside Carl Ruff to bring you the call. 8.47 left to go in a scoreless first quarter. Tight shotgun formation for Bile. Single wide out left side. The snap is high. He handles it with charm. Throws it down the middle of the field. Hits Sam Dursa again who's rocked at the 40-yard line. He's going to gain that lost yardage back. Still about three shy of the first down there. That 10-yard pass play was set up very nicely. He broke out to the left, came back through the center. So called third down and four is a scrimmage from the near hash here. Two wideouts left, two far or two right as well. And Danny Scott, the lone back to the left hip. Here of Bile. The motion Darabin over that way. And it hit his helmet. That's off the noggin of Cody Darabin. He ran a curl route at the 40-yard line. The football ended up all the way at the 48, just into Eaglet territory. And they'll have to punt it away. Wow. You ended up with two receivers there. You had Daraban and Dursa both in the area. That ball may have been going to Dursa. And uh, Daraban was unable to clear. Arnold back to receive this punt at the 14-yard line here. It's big 74, Jack McDonald, the lineman, to punt it away. He's in his own territory at about the 46 with eight minutes left on the frozen clock here in a scoreless first quarter. Delay on the long snap here. It's tipped a couple times, and Catholic Central is just going to fall on it. Boy, that was interesting. Gabe Zwerb got a piece of that football. Not sure if it was a fake that they wanted to go for or just a low, long snap. But in the end, Orchard Lake's going to take it in Catholic Central Territory at the 49. Real unfortunate uh, occurrence there. Whether that was a uh, attempted a fake or just a flub snap there, uh, it was all Catholic Central could do was to maintain possession, make sure that ball didn't get picked up by Orchard Lake. The way Zwerb reacted, it was almost like he was expecting to get the football. It's hard to tell, though. Wishbone formation with two wideouts. That's not something you see a lot of this Orchard Lake squad, at least in past years. They'll keep it on the ground to begin this game. Was that Anton? No, it was Henson who, on the sneak, I beg your pardon, who kept it and charged up the middle for four yards up to the 44. Kuberinich making the stop on defense for Catholic Central. It's second down and a short five. Same formation as Grant Henson remains under center. The 6'3 senior. Henson turns left, hands it off to Anton. Anton kind of bottled up the line of scrimmage, able to keep those legs churning just shy of the 40, up to the 42-yard line. Kind of made something out of nothing. Gains a couple more yards. 
Yeah, Catholic Central reacted very quickly. Uh, Jackson Ewald was in on that tackle and was in there very quickly and uh, sort of had the running back needed to try to evade him and was unable to. Jason Vucinai, the tight end for Orchard Lake St. Mary's, checks into the ball game. He lines up near side, single wideouts with a wishbone formation in the backfield here. Hand off right side, looking to hop step his way to a first down. He does across the 40, up to the 35, and finally walloped down at the 34-yard line of action there. It's your backup in Lance Hilly. Or check that, Garnett Davis, who took it. Garnett Davis, 5'10", 200-pound, running back out there. That's the difference between 8 and 9. Sometimes these uh, jerseys bunch up here. First down and 10 from the 34 of Catholic Central. It's Anton who finds the seam. Still on his feet at the 20-yard line. Pulling through everybody as he charges his way down to the 15. A hard run by 33 after it looked like again. He was dead red after gaining maybe six, seven yards. It, at least 12 yards after contact, Jeremy. He carried uh, a host of Catholic Central players. So just outside of the goal situation by about five and a half yards here. It's first down and 10. Just in front of the 15-yard line with a half of a quarter to go. It's scoreless. Single wideouts assigned for Henson. Inside handoff and plowing his way down the middle for a touchdown untouched is Tommy Boss. The young sophomore sprints himself into the end zone, and just like that, Orchard Lake has a 6-0 lead. Catholic Central was probably keen there on Anthony Anton, having just ripped through them to hand that ball off to Boss was a nice misdirection there. Here's a nearly automatic Tommy Doman to attempt the extra point. The holder is Jason Ross. Hold is down. The kick is booming through. It's going to nearly knock over the scoreboard in the back of the track here. That's another balance of nature. Touchdown, pure and simple. Real science, real food, real nutrition. 7-0 the lead for Orchard Lake with 5.55 to go in the first here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. If you need versatility and high performance in an epoxy coating, look no further than Rust-Oleum's High Performance 9100 Direct-to-Metal Epoxy Mastic at Cush Paint in Roseville. Instead of multiple coats of epoxy, just one is all you'll need with the 9100 system. Apply it to steel beams, towers, structural steel, concrete floors, conveyors, storage tanks, and more. It also comes in a variety of colors. When ordering Rust-Oleum 9100 System DTM Epoxy Mastic, mention the Patriot and get 10% off at Cush Paint in Roseville or CushPaint.com. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Cody Dearbin and Jonathan Brewer back deep on the right end zone here to receive this kickoff from Doman. 7-0 Orchard Lake St. Mary's with 5.55 to go. And it's a pleasure to watch the foot of number 19 as Doman again skyrockets this one well past the blue and white end zone here at Catholic Central. Takes... A lot of bounces. Ends up in the mouth of the soccer goal, which is nowhere near it normally is when they play soccer here. <laughs> Pushed all the way behind the goal post, probably about, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 yards, and he just keeps on rolling in the touchbacks this year. Jeremy, they uh, maybe need to make special dispensations for his kickoffs. They need yeah. to maybe move him back exactly. 10 yards. Exactly. He probably would uh, still flourish. 7 nothing Orchard Lake. Catholic Central with a football for the second time. They had to punt 
after a first drive that looked promising. Short pass again caught at the 25-yard line. It's Cody Deraban who swirls his way to the 30-yard line for the first down. And I like that call by Dan Anderson and company on the Catholic Central sideline. Deraban on the third down play in the previous drive had it hit his helmet on a route that looked like it maybe didn't you know, exactly turn out the way they wanted to. They go right back to him, makes the catch, and that's good to see. It's good to see him keep his uh, hand in. Trips to the far side, two to the near. Bile in the gun in the empty set here. Back to pass right away. Fades out right side as the pressure comes. Floats a pass at around the line of scrimmage. Going to go well over the head of Billy Morphew, the sophomore target that time. Skip towards the Orchard Lake student section at second and ten. All three receivers on the right-hand side. They went out about seven yards and then turned back, but Orchard Lake St. Mary's was there with three men who also made that turn and blew up that play. That's something that Orchard Lake, Orchard Lake likes to do is bring pressure on that defensive front. They have some scary guys out there. This defense is part of what makes this Orchard Lake team so good. Trips to the right. Cole Price alone back to the left side of Declan Bile. send Deerban in motion. It's a pitch to Price in the backfield. Cuts at the 30-yard line. Powers his way forward to the 35. That's a solid gain of six here on first down. Check that again. That's Danny Scott. It's a guy we haven't really seen a lot this season, but he's doing a good job in the backfield here. Yeah, built, solidly built-looking fellow there. Uh, not maybe as tall or as wide as some of the guys, but he took a couple of hits there and pushed his way through. 5'9", 165 junior out there. Brings up a third down and seven as they scrimmage from their own 37-yard line here in the near hash. Tight formation now. Single wideout to the left side of Declan Bile, who's in the shotgun. A couple wideouts bunched to the right side of the line as well. They bring three, and this one is nearly picked off as it's through the hands of Easton St. Clair, the intended target there. The man who nearly got a hand at it was Mitchell Gers, the 6-1 cornerback. And just like that, it's going to be a three and out for Catholic Central. Or not a three and out, a three and out on this series, I guess you could say, as they did gain the first down to begin things. McDonald's have punt this one away. He's camped out at the 23-yard line here in a fourth and three. Much better snap this time. He launches this one. Fair catch called for at the 25. It's fumbled there. Kicked around a couple times. Orchard Lake going to gain it back. And now they'll try to return it again. It's Mitchell Gers who, in the end, recovered then. It was in and out of the hands of Cameron Arnold. He called for the fair catch at the 25-yard line. There is a late flag that comes down on the 23. So will it be touching him when he called for the fair catch? Let's see. Yeah, he, he moved back. He signaled for fair catch before his, and set his feet, but had to drift backwards another five yards before he even put his hands on the ball. It was an ill-advised attempt to catch that ball. Orchard Lake St. Mary's is going to lose about 10 yards on the original uh, fumble as yes. they went back, but they've moved forward due to a penalty. Yes, it was a personal foul. Some of the guys in the press box think that there may have been a face mask while the St. Mary's player was on the ground. But nonetheless, it's going to move them up to the 28-yard line here, and they'll begin with an inside handoff and looking to bully 
his way forward for a couple-yard gain is Anton. Brendan Yatuma steps up on defense to make the play. Brendan Yatuma, a guy who's really flourishing on offense and defense for this Catholic Central squad. He's a little slimmer. That's what has given him a lot more offensive snaps this year as well. Ball's moved up to the 31-yard line with 4.14 to go in the first quarter. 7-0 St. Mary's. They have the football here. Henson under center. Single wideouts on each side here. Not much room that time for Garnett Davis. He's going to gain maybe a yard. Archer like St. Mary's uh, much more successful when they spread out. Uh, not able to use that offensive line to its best advantage and move those Catholic Central linemen off the ball. Uh, the last two running plays uh, have been met by a solid wall of blue. Braden Corser came up to make the stop that time for Catholic Central. It's a third down and six as Orchard Lake scrimmages from their own 32-yard line. Henson in the gun. Two wideouts left and right here. Garnett Davis, the lone back. Back to pass. The lefty drifts out. He's sacked. Back at the 28-yard line as Catholic Central gobbled him up real quick that time. It's the 6-1 senior linebacker who smacked him to the turf. Jack Burks, he's going to lose three yards. Yeah, I think he was looking for Jason Ross. Jason's, uh, Ross's uh, assignment was a little bit deep. That uh, formation that he came out of took a little while to develop. Doman into punt it away. Camps out of the 15-yard line. Cody Dierban, the lone man back deep on the 33 on the other side. High snap. Doman recovers well. He skies this up in the air, about as high as a light tower. It's going to take an orchard leg bounce at the 30-yard line as Dierban laid off. Rolled 10 yards and now 20 yards back all the way to the 11-yard line down there by Dan Mason. And that is where Catholic Central will take it back with 2.37 left in this first quarter. It's 7-0 St. Mary's. Quite a uh, back-and-forth start we have now as these two teams kind of turn it over to each other. On downs at least. Couple punts by McDonald and Doman on each side. And now Catholic Central has the football back. Trips to the left, two to the far side for Declan Bile. He takes a high snap and just runs it up the middle. Bile trying to swerve his way across the 15. Stays on his feet up to the 17-yard line. Good job to drag him down finally that time by Nick Santoni. Guy who has 29 tackles after that one. It's again a six. Yeah, I didn't know where he saw any room there on that running play. He uh, seemed to pop through. Didn't really see a hole that opened up for him. I think that was more of a sliding sideways to get through. Catholic Central likes to get their running backs loose if they can in the run game. File back in the gun. Going to hand it off once again to Danny Scott as he zigzags right. He's across the 20-yard line. Pushing him back is Nick Santoni and Christian Teichner, two of the linebackers. He's a couple yards shy of the first down. Yeah, he bounced it out to the right of the tackle and was able to get a few more yards there after the initial stop. They gave him an extra yard in the end. It's going to be third down and one from the Catholic Central 21. A minute 29 still left to play in the first. It's 7-0 Orchard Lake. They go to the Wham formation here. 
Three backs in a row for Catholic Central. Handoff left side. The football came out of the 20-yard line. Orchard Lake trying to tumble on it as they have it on the 11. Do they? They do. Orchard Lake recovered the fumble. It's Anthony Inachuku. The safety recovering that on defense. They put it in the hands of Jack Burps. Burks. It took a high bounce up in the air. Dribbled a couple times along the far sideline. And Anthony Inachuku, the senior, hops on it. And Orchard Lake is knocking on the door as they take it on the Catholic Central 15. Jeremy, I don't know if that was a helmet or a hand that knocked that ball loose, but it was definitely with authority. A minute 13 left to play in the first quarter. Wishbone formation, single wideouts aside. Another inside handoff to Tommy Boss. They scored a touchdown that way. He's going to gain seven on first down up to the 10th. Orchard Lake St. Mary's can uh, take their time at this point. They've got some real nice field possession here to start with. Five yards to go on second down. 49 seconds left in this first quarter now. Henson, handoff to Anton. That's usually a good idea. Anton barreling his way inside the five, carrying the pile to the four-yard line. This is going to be a first in goal off a gain of five. Sean Cunningham, the senior defensive end, making the stop. So first in goal from the four. This will probably be the last play of the first quarter. 19 seconds left. They're huddling at the 15 here. They may not run a play. They don't look to be in a hurry. We're going to let the time wind down. While with the Lions Catholic Credit Union, whether in person or on the phone, you have access to professionals dedicated to helping you navigate your financial goals. And their first-rate mobile app allows you to access your account anytime. Alliance Catholic has nine convenient locations across Metro Detroit. Credit Union members can use nearly 30,000 ATMs around the country, including most 7-Eleven locations without a surcharge fee. So whether you're looking for a lot of help managing your money or just a little, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to join today. Federally insured by NCUA. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 7-0 Orchard Lake, end of the first quarter, the second, when we get back in the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. You know, I've always been high energy, you know, just going, 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 and I turned 40 last November, and I just, I was tired all the time. Now, taking the Balance of Nature... I just feel good. You know, I, I have energy when I get home to still wrestle with my kids and do the honeydews at home at night. I can tell that it just restored me to feeling normal, which is great. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Anchor and goal now for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Play gone by here in the first quarter. 7-0 is their lead. They try to add it at the six-yard line here. Handoff left side, Anton. Anton powering his way through again as he just trips his way 
into the end zone on the base of the H for Shamrocks in the left side of the end zone. And Orchard Lake St. Mary's up 13-0 with 11-20 remaining here in quarter number two. Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Jeremy, uh, they ran that ball uh, to the left-hand side. It almost appears to be a sure thing. Anton has been nearly a sure thing all year long in terms of positive gains as this kick is up and good just to the left side of the upright. So 14 nothing in favor of the Eaglets. Another balance of nature. Touchdown, pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. And you talk about number 33 on the other side for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. He came into this game, 93 rushes. 808 yards for 10 touchdowns had 275 yards on the ground last week and three touchdowns versus brother rice he's just been a guy who's on fire so 14 nothing orchard lake 11 20 remaining here in quarter number two boss gonna tee this up as a daraban and brewer go back deep again for Catholic Central. They've had some decent-looking starts to their drives, just haven't been able to piece them together like Orchard Lake has so far today. And Orchard Lake's had the advantage of field position, uh, especially in that second touchdown possession. Here's Doman. Drives that right foot into it again, and he's going to collect his 30 Sixth touchback of the year. He's 36 for 41 on the year in touchbacks. As that one rolls to the back in the blue and white end zone here. Well, that uh, kick was a little shorter than the last ones. Uh, Cody Daraban <laughs> really looked at it, and he thought hard about it. And when he realized he was going to have to back up about four or five yards deep, uh, he knew he'd be hearing it from the coach if he fielded that one. That's where we're going to have to take this as well because we're not going to talk about, oh, he you know, decided whether he should take it out or not. He decided whether he should look at it a little longer or not. <laughs> Trips to the right for Declan Bile. He has one man to the far side as well. It's a handoff on first down. They've done this quite a bit to Danny Scott as he scurries across the 20 and gains two yards to the 22 on first down. Richard Lake St. Mary's tightening things up in the center. Uh, not as much success for Catholic Central as they did early in the game. Still 11 minutes left to play in this opening half. 14 nothing the lead for the Eaglets of Orchard Lake. Looking to cruise to 7-0 and with a win here tonight on this regular season. Two wideouts aside. Bile still in the gun here. Scott still the back. He wants to throw in Good measure to the far side. It's Jonathan Brewer makes the catch at the 30-yard line. Little swerving move to his left. Going to gain him the extra space he needs to get that first down plus two up to the 32. I think that was Dan Mason out there uh, defending, and he wasn't able to prevent that reception. He was quick to the tackle, though. Trips to the right once again for Declan Bile. One to the far side. Been almost exclusively in the spread today. Steps up in the pocket as they sent some more pressure. Just a little out route to the far side. Just in front of the first down marker as Jonathan Brewer puts a foot in. Makes the catch in front of the Orchard Lake bench and gains another first down here up to the 41. 
Catholic Central uh, having a, a little bit of a slowdown on their progression via the round, ground game has now put a uh, couple of nice passes together and moving downfield. 10-14 still left here in the second quarter. Catholic Central scrimmaging from their own 41-yard line. Scott still the back to the right hip now of Bile. He gets the call on first down. Slip slides his way past the 45 and tumbles up to the 47-yard line. That extra effort got him six. And Catholic Central sort of gave a uh, the appearance there of a bootleg for Bile. Uh, let's see if they come back later on with that play. Bile doing a good job in only his third game at the starting position, a quarterback leading this offense. Second and four, screen right side. He is rocketed behind the line of scrimmage. Boy, that was intended for Cody Darabin, and all up in his face mask was Mitchell Gers behind the line of scrimmage. Wow. Had Mitchell turned his head, he could have made that reception. Yeah, he could have, and he might have been off to the races and gone on the nearest sideline. So third and four with 9.39 left on that frozen clock in quarter number two. Catholic Central looking for answers. A play call put to the huddle by a sign here on the near sideline of the 41. Third down and four. Trips to the right this time for Declan Bile. Looks right. Now wants to tuck it and run as there was nobody open there. And St. Mary's did a good job converging upon him and only allowing a gain of one. Bottom of the pile that time was Charles Collins, the 5'10", 280-pound defensive tackle. Catholic Central will be forced to punt it away. Cameron Arnold back deep at the 15-yard line. McDonald in to punt it away at the 35 here. 9.07 9.07 left to go on that running clock in quarter number two. It's 14-0 Eaglets. They had trouble with the long snap on their first punt. The second one was much more routine. We're still questioning whether they went for a fake on that first one. It almost looked like it. This is a flat one that's going to take a high bounce at the 15. Returnable for Arnold as he jackknifes at the 12. Cuts up to the 20. And finally toppled down at the 22-yard line just outside of the numbers where Orchard Lake will look to get their offense going again. Check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Royal Oak Shrine checking this play today at 6-0. They're up 7-0 over Britton Deerfield in the first quarter. Kevine Child up 7-0 against the Fighting Irish of Ann Arbor, Gabriel Richard. Marine City up 7-0 over St. Clair. That's a battle of two undefeated teams in South Lyon. Trailing Wald Lake Western just down the road, 7-0, halfway through quarter number one. First down and 10 from the 22-yard line here for the Eaglets as they hand it off on first down. It's Anthony Anton who takes it for two up to the 24. Not a whole lot of room in the middle there, Jeremy. Uh, Earlier on in the game, they were a little more successful down uh, through that play between the guard and the tackle. This time it was closed up pretty quickly by Catholic Central. 14-0 St. Mary's, 8-13 still to play in quarter number two. The Eaglets line up in the wishbone. Two tight wide receivers this time. They'll look that way. Henson throws far sideline. He hits his man over there. That's Reed Zerke. 
the 5'10", 165-pound wide receiver going to make the catch for a gain of, call it seven on first down, up to the 29. Grant Henson, a guy who completes 56% of his passes, six touchdowns through the air this year. Had over 1,300 yards last year and a low touchdown to interception rate, 12 touchdowns, two picks. Kind of flip-flop starting rolls with Anthony Inachuku under center. Third down and three. Handoff to Anton. He's met in the backfield. Great pursuit by the Shamrocks. Anton nearly got the first down anyways. He's up to the 31-yard line, but it looks like the Shamrocks stopped him shy. Godin, Courser making that stop, and they'll punt it away. Took a moment there for the uh, officials to indicate that this was a fourth down. Looked like they were going to go for it there sure. for a minute. At this point, with a 14-0 lead and 6.51 to go, you got to trust your defense, which has been so good so far in this season. Darabin back deep. This one put a little short. Takes a bounce at the 40-yard line. Darabin, after what happened last time, going to say, I don't want any piece of this football. Sees the rolls past the 35 and finally down to the 32-yard line. So that is where they will take it back. Catholic Central looking for something down 14-0 with 6.30 left to play in this second quarter, Carl. Yeah, Jeremy, we saw a little bit of a a mix-up of the offensive plays. They they started out this game doing run plays with a few passes in there. The last possession we saw pretty much an even 2-2 running and passing. So I would expect that they're going to continue to do that. They did have some success. They go to the pistol here. Danny Scott behind Declan as Scott gets the football. He is going to gain two yards on first down as he crosses the 34-yard line there. Richard Lake reading that well, and it's kind of been the play on first down for Catholic Central more often than not. Well, gained a couple of yards there. Uh, they haven't been as completely successful uh, in the last couple of possessions as they did early on in the game. They're going to keep bagging at it, though. They're going to uh, look for that play to have some success. Second and eight from the Shamrock 34-yard line. Trips to the right, two to the far side for Declan Bile in the empty set here. They move left to right in quarter number two. Takes the perfect snap, drifts back. Has a man cutting at the 40-yard line. He hits him for the short play. And lunging forward on the extra effort is Cody Darabin for the first down. Looks like he was dead red at about the 40-yard line. But a little sideways move got him to the 43. Nice job by the senior to stay on his feet. Yeah, nice extra effort there. I, I too, thought he was down. He was going to be short. He made that reception, moved back toward the original line of scrimmage, and then uh, found himself tackled. But... uh, he made that move. Trips left side now for Bile. 5.15 to play in a 14-0 second quarter in favor of the Eaglets. They send Deerband in motion. Looks like they wanted to fake it to him. It's a broken play, and Orchard Lake is going to eat it up in the backfield at the 38-yard line. Boy, it looked like they wanted to go to Cody Deerband as he was in motion to the near side, and Orchard Lake read it all the way, led by Nick Santoni. Yeah, definitely a broken play there. 
It, it appeared that uh, it may have been Danny Scott was the other running back who uh, didn't get the message that he was going to be uh, receiving the ball after the fake. 437 still left to play in the second quarter. 14-0 Orchard Lake. Catholic Central looking to put together a drive. It's second down and 14 from their own 39-yard line. Three receivers far side, one to the near. File back to pass. Curving man down the middle. Makes the catch falling down as he's into Orchard Lake territory at the 44-yard line. That's the senior, Easton St. Clair, who leans the other way. Dives and makes the catch. That's a big one. They give him a first down. Yeah, that uh, ball was delivered nicely right where he could make that uh, reception, right around the numbers. He turned and fell forward and uh, moved the chains. This is a Catholic Central offense that's moving pretty quickly right now. It's in three left side, two to the near. Easton St. Clair adjusting at the last minute here as he moves to that left part of the sideline. Sam Dursa with a short curl route. Gets him to the 43-yard line and a gain of 7.5 on first down. Making the tackle is Cam Arnold, but this is the Shamrock's offense we saw to begin the game. Yeah, spreading the ball out wide into different uh, receivers. Uh, I think this is a a case where they're going to go right back to the run. You're spreading it out, sort of freeing things up in the center here. Burks and Cohan back into the Shamrock lineup now as they sub in and out. Lone wide out is Jonathan Brewer to the left side. The back to the right is Danny Scott. He gets it on the delayed pitch. Orchard Lake right in the backfield right away, but Scott kept on his feet as he drives across the 40. Powers his way up to about the 36-yard line, so a full yard shy of the first down as it brings up third and maybe call it two instead. Cameron Arnold had that uh, play sniffed out there. He made the contact, but he could not wrap him up. Arnold a good one on defense for St. Mary's. Third and two as they scrimmage from the Orchard Lake 36-yard line. The wham here. Three backs in a row. Handoff on the inside to Brendan Yatuma. He does what he does best. Across the 35 up to the 30. A first down plus about four more yards. The power back pounds the heart of the defense for St. Mary's for another first down. Used all of those 220 pounds on that six-foot frame. 226 left to play in the second quarter. 14-0 Eaglets. Catholic Central needs a touchdown here. They flank Cole Price right side in the three-back set here. It's Jatuma again who's eaten up in the backfield. That defensive front says, uh-uh. Three men converging. Teichner, Selikowski, Santoni all converging here on the near sideline to gobble up a four-yard loss. Yeah, they went to the short side there. After having their uh, receivers over on the left-hand side, they went to the right side, uh, the short side of the field. Wholesale changes for Catholic Central. Four men in, four men out. This is their receiving core. Brewer and Dursa and Cohan back in the game. Pair of wide receivers on each side. Biles still in the gun. They send Deerban in motion left side. Out route near side. It's Brewer. Stays in bounds at the 25-yard line. Looking for more. Still on his feet to the 15. Trying to break loose at the 10. And finally walloped down at the 9-yard line. Touchdown saving tackle by Jordan Cannon. But how about the burst of speed and the alertness by Jonathan Brewer to stay in bounds in the near sideline. Yeah, aside from Cannon, everybody else had given up on that play. Uh, 
And uh, Cannon was able to track him down there at the end. Saved that touchdown. A buck 21 left to play in quarter number two here. It's 14-0 St. Mary's. So he did get out of bounds at the end of the play. They're going to mark him at the 16-yard line, it looks like, on the near hash. And there's some confusion about uh, what's going on here. And officials are going to award a timeout to Catholic Central. We're going to take it with them. A minute 21 left to play in the first half. 14-0. Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Catholic Central trying to finish this drive and we get back to the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process, tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.sienaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena effect is all about. Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on the Patriot. Now it's only 7.38 p.m. and we're almost done with this first half. Minute 21 left to play in the second quarter. 14-0 Orchard Lake. Catholic Central knocking on the door of a score. They have a first down and 10 at the Orchard Lake 16-yard line here. Bile in the gun. Two wideouts to the side. They bring monster pressure and Bile never saw it. Shooting out of a cannon there is Christian Teichner. He gets his third sack of the year. Yeah, he wasn't covered at all. He uh, came free to the quarterback, and uh, Bob was unable to even uh, identify that he was under threat. One minute now inside for the second quarter. It's a seven-yard loss, so second down and 17. Back to the 23-yard line here on the near hash. By the time they snap it, there'll be about 40 seconds left. Trips left, one to the near. File, rolling right. Looks for a man there. Pocket collapses, overthrows his man, trying to hover his way to the back of the end zone there is Cody Deraband, but it was out of play just to the right of the near end zone. That'll stop the clock at least at 36 seconds, but they're faced with a third down and 17. The Shamrocks have to take advantage of this uh, location on the field here. They need to get back into this game, and scoring before halftime would do them a world of good. The field goal kicker is Charlie Menser, the 6'2", 155-pound junior. He's good at about 35 yards and in. They want a touchdown here, down 14-0 with 36 ticks left. And Orchard Lake wants to talk it over on defense here. As they do that, we'll step aside again. 14-0. The lead for Orchard Lake St. Mary's, 36 seconds left in half number one on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at NahezREC.com or NahezRecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot. You're listening live 
to the CHSL Game of the Week. Thirty-six seconds left of the first half. Fourteen, nothing Orchard Lake. It's the third down and seventeen from Catholic Central. The Orchard Lake 23. Bile takes the shotgun snap. In trouble. Rolls out right. Heaves it to the right side of the end zone. Has a man there trying to fight through double coverage. Can't do it. It's overthrown anyways. It's through the back of the pylon here on the right side. Billy Morphew, the sophomore, was the target. And may be forced to kick a field goal here on fourth down. Yeah, he was triple covered over there. Uh, Bile may have been best served to pull that ball down and get it a little bit closer for his place kicker. So this is going to be a 40-yard kick on the near hash. 29 seconds left for Charlie Menser as he bends this one just through to the left of the near upright. Well, it's probably not the result they would have hoped for, but they got points on the board with 26 seconds left here in quarter number two. It's now 14-3 to three Orchard Lake. It's another balance of nature score, pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Coming up in our Siena Heights University halftime report, we're going to break this game down even further here from Novi, Michigan. Also check some scores via our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard and talk about what's ahead for these two teams. 14-3, Orchard Lake, 26 seconds left in half number one here. see if Orchard Lake wants to force the issue but with limited time left I'm not sure they will unless they get a really good return here TJ Brialtz the senior in to kick off it was Brialt and Menser kind of battling for that top kicker spot at the beginning of the year and they ended up just saying hey we're gonna have Brialt kick off and then Menser kick the extra points and field goals that's what they feel is the best opportunity to win ball games. And now that one's going to roll off the tee. So Brialt will uh, redo the honors and back up and look to drive this one quite far left to right. Charges into it now on a line drive. And it's going to hop step its way into the end zone as it took a high bounce at the two-yard line past the outstretched arms of Cameron Arnold. You might just see a knee here with 26 seconds left in Orchard Lake up 14-3. Jeremy Otto alongside Carl Ruff to bring you the call here today from Catholic Central to Novi, Alex Westfall. Our on-site engineer, Brian Belaski. Our Executive producer back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. Grant Henson in the offense. Aren't they looking like they're going to run a play? Wishbone formation, single wideouts aside. It's a handoff that's bottled up quickly there by Catholic Central. Gain of one call it on first down. That was Danny Mason. Or check that, Tommy Boss, who took it up the middle. The young sophomore who has the first touchdown of the ball game for Orchard Lake. They call him the next big-time player for St. Mary. And they're just going to let the time wind down at the end of this first half. So 14-3 to our score. 
in favor of the visiting Eaglets of Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Carl, your thoughts? Well, Orchard Lake St. Mary's has a 14-3 lead, but they haven't dominated this game. They've had a couple of really nice offensive runs, but remember, they took over possession inside the 20-yard line on that second one that turned, they converted into seven points. Since then, they haven't really done a whole lot. It's been uh, going back and forth with uh, punts, and uh, the Shamrocks, on the other hand, have shown a little bit of versatility there, both passing and the running. They haven't been able to get on the scoreboard with uh, seven points. However, you're, you're seeing a little bit something else from them. They're feeling out this uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's team, and I think you're going to see a little more dynamic team coming out here in the second half. Orchard Lake going looking to go 7-0 at the beginning of the season. They lead 14-3 at halftime. Our Santa Heights University halftime report coming up next. More after this on FM 101.5. AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I do see a difference already since I've begun Balance of Nature. That's why I went from one trial order to ordering it for my wife and our kids, and I even gave a a batch to my mom. I see enough of a difference where I'm excited to continue. My dream is like that the whole world would be taking this. I would just like to rain down balance of nature. This is the easiest, most natural, and potent way to take care of yourself. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800 2468 751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Socialism has been tried so many times by so many different people, large groups of people, small groups of people. It always fails. Always. Just take a look at San Francisco, Los Angeles, where they've been under socialism for a longer time than we here in Michigan. And it's it's distressing. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. The Siena Heights University Halftime Show is next. Is your daughter in grade school and thinking about high school? Choosing the right school is one of the most important decisions you can make. Now is the time to decide which high school will set your daughter on her path to excellence. Regina High School is your answer to preparing your daughter for college and beyond. For 60 years, Regina has been empowering young women in a faith-based environment to succeed. Visit us online at reginahs.com. That's reginahs.com and learn what 60 years of experience can do for your daughter's future. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. to is the halftime lead for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. It was a big field goal, though, as that first half was winding down by D.J. Brialt to make it the three on the scoreboard for Catholic Central. 
And if this game does go down to the wire in terms of, hey, are they losing by four? Are they losing by a couple? They might look back at that drive and say, mm, we really could have had a touchdown there when you had it on the 16-yard line of Orchard Lake with four downs to play and plenty of time, but uh, just a couple overthrows on the right side of the end zone, and you ended up handing it to your field goal unit. Yeah, Jeremy, they're going to look back at that and, and say we really needed to put six on the board at that point. Uh, they had good field position. They had a fantastic run by Yatuma, uh, and uh, they really looked like they were going to do something there. But a couple of plays with negative yardage there ended up putting them in a 17-yard hole there, and they needed to uh, really do something positive. Uh, they ended up with a field goal, which in of itself is positive, but they would have liked to have been a little bit closer into a one score. Yeah, offense has kind of been a frustration point i guess for dan anderson and his staff and i kind of asked him leading into this game hey is there one thing you can point to in terms of why your offense hasn't been rolling he said no it's just a lot of combined factors right now and you could see them putting together a drive on the opening possession of the ball game they look like they're ready to at least march down for at least a field goal kind of fizzled out after a pass that went off the right side of the helmet of cody Dearaband. he's since recovered and made some nice catches along with jonathan brewer but it's the way you finish drives. I guess not the way you start drives. It's the story right now for CC, at least in this game. You know, I I, I feel like uh, the Shamrocks are a team without an identity. It, it, it feels like they're really good at the power run when they're focusing on it, but then they split out wide, and they'll go with four wide outs there. And they've been successful like that. Now, they've used, I believe, the pass to improve their opportunities in the run. But they're, I think they really need to dedicate themselves to the run they need to establish that run and then open things up with the pass we haven't seen a lot of number 17 cole price that's because of the fumble we assume earlier on in this game by him we haven't seen a whole lot of uh brendan yatuma that is kind of your short yardage guy your third and one your third and two your goal line guy he is getting more touches at the running back position so i guess you could say they really haven't had a lot of situations where they've been able to do that but it's been mainly number 28 danny scott the 5'9 165 pound junior who's gotten the load especially on first down for this cc run game yeah they started out uh the game they got three first downs and they did it primarily running and uh, to spread it around amongst your running backs is a, a wise move there yatuma is a load and he plays with energy and uh, we saw that and that uh, play where he ran through uh, the tackles and surprised everybody and got them down into scoring position. When you look at time of possession, and we don't have official numbers, but I feel like that's probably on the side of Catholic Central, even though they're obviously down in this game 14-3. to It doesn't feel like Orchard Lake has had the ball for a long time. They've just been very efficient with their drives, the, the two touchdowns. They've, they've punted a couple times in this ball game, but you look at a guy in Tommy Boss, the young sophomore who's kind of emerging for this Orchard Lake squad who scored the first touchdown, kind of untouched up the middle. Uh, and the second one, they were able to work in fairly quickly as well. So this is a squad that's moving officially in all cylinders if you're Orchard Lake. Yeah, and Anthony Anton, uh, clearly a, a quality back. Uh, they've taken the opportunity to get him the ball a couple of times, and, and you see why. Uh, I would uh, expect that you're going to see a little bit more from him as they already have the lead. They're going to be looking to make a uh, quick score, uh, I think, uh, in the second half, try to cement their position as uh, leading in this team, and then you're going to see more of that, that player, uh, Anton, uh, 
as well as the rest of the running back crew and uh, get that clock knocked down and get out of here with a victory. Now 14-3 is our score in this one in favor of Orchard Lake St. Mary's at halftime. Alex Westfall doing a nice job to our right collecting scores. We'll check those scores via our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard when we get back right here on FM 101.5 AM 1400 The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. This is Stephen Nahez with your automotive technical recruitment update. Automotive suppliers and OEMs continue to struggle to fill key professional technical roles. Nahez Recruiting in Allen Park has found the hidden professional automotive candidates and experts you need by screening nearly 2,500 candidates each week. Look us up at NahezREC.com or NahezRecruiting.com. Nahez Recruiting is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School Game of the Week on The Patriot. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here, cordially inviting you to join us right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriots, this Saturday as they take on in-state rival, the Ferris State Bulldogs. Ashley Gazeta, Ryan Oshnock, and yours truly will have the call for you, starting with our pregame show at 5.30, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriots. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. Known for its excellence in academics and extracurricular activities, Brother Rice High School, an all-boys Catholic school for grades 9 through 12, will be hosting its fall open house Thursday, October 24th from 6 till 8 p.m. Middle school students and their families will have an excellent opportunity to experience the Brother Rice tradition. Meet faculty and staff, tour the campus, and learn about the admissions and enrollment process. Visit Brother Rice's open house page, brrice.edu slash open house. Register now at brrice.edu slash open house. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Time to check our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Our financial guardian angel, Brother Rice, in a tight one with Gurren Catholic. This is... Postseason baseball time, obviously, for Major League Baseball, but this is a football score, we promise. 5 nothing. Brother Rice leads Garen Catholic out of Indiana at the end of the, the first. It doesn't happen very often. You talk about a safety and a field goal, but how about that? Do they uh, do scoring a little bit different uh, in Indiana? <laughs> they might. They might. Is there a conversion rate that we don't know about? <laughs> there might. Shrine down to Britain. Uh, down against Britton Deerfield at the end of the first, 8-7. to seven. That's the Shrine team looking to remain undefeated, checking to play this week at 6-0. Divine Child and Ann Arbor, Gabriel Richard. Divine Child really needing a victory. They lead the Fighting Irish 21-0 at halftime. De LaSalle, a team that also needs a victory. They're up 16-0 after the end of the first quarter versus 6-0 Davison, a team that's number 6 in the state of Michigan. That's a big score right there. Another good one. Livonia Franklin traveling to Dearborn today to take on the, tracks, the tractors of Fortson. 
It's a 7-7 tie with five minutes to go in the second. St. Clair and Marine City, two undefeated teams. Marine City up 14-3 at the half. And Walt Lake Western all over South Lyon right now, 21 to nothing, with just over four minutes left to play in quarter number two. There's a couple games tomorrow in the Catholic High School League. One is Everest Collegiate at Our Lady of the Lakes. The other is Bishop Foley at Cardinal Mooney. And kindly joining us back in our WTTK studios on the phone in Ferndale is Brian Barnes, the head coach at Bishop Foley. Brian, how are you? Hey, Jeremy. I'm well. How are you guys doing? Very well. We have a, a good one here on our hands in Novi. It's 14 14-3 in favor of Orchard Lake St. Mary's over Catholic Central. You have a big game tomorrow, obviously trying to snap a, a three-game losing streak. But what's the mindset, I guess, of your squad right now checking into Week 7? Yeah, it's uh, it's really been the first time, um, you know, since year one, our first our first four games we lost it, that um, we're we're dealing with this kind of a losing streak and a little bit of adversity. And so we had a great week of practice, um, and I think there's maybe a realization that um, you know if we don't take care of business the last three weeks, that'll be done uh, for all of our seniors. And so um, we had a great week, and I'm hoping we respond tomorrow. And um, you know that's what happens when you play in a tough league against a great co- bunch of great coaches. Um, you got to bring it every every week, and if you don't, um, you're not going to come out on the right side of the scoreboard. So we feel good about tomorrow, but um, you know it's another big challenge going on the road on a Saturday night, um, kind of a long bus ride. The weather will be cold, so you know we'll we'll see what we're made of. Chen here with Brian Barnes, the head coach at Madison Heights Bishop Foley. His team checking to play at three and three. They'll take on two and four Cardinal Mooney. Tomorrow on a Saturday matinee, your team has played some really tough competition. There's no doubt about in the last three games. Everest Collegiate, Royal Oak Shrine, even Detroit Edison. And that's a Detroit Edison program that's kind of trending upwards. People maybe don't know a whole lot about them. But just talk about your opponents, I guess, and talk about the league overall and how you feel it's shaping up in the intersection division. Yeah, I mean, uh, we kind of felt, you know, at the beginning of the year at our preseason meeting, you know, that that everybody is really close. And and nobody... um, necessarily stood out um, like that that they were head and shoulders above the rest of the teams in our league and so the holding was really close and um, just the guys do a tremendous job you know Mike at Everett and Oscar at Shrine obviously Jason at Lakes and Joe at Cardinal Mooney I mean what he's done in a couple of years his numbers are fantastic uh, compared to what we you know when he took over and so um, every game is tough and um, those coaches are incredible and they do a great job and you know we have our work cut out for us every game we play. Well, Brian, thanks for taking a few minutes with us here on the phone. Good luck tomorrow uh, against Cardinal Mooney. We look forward to talking to you as the year goes on. You got it, guys. Thanks a lot. Keep up the good work. That's Brian Barnes, the head coach at Madison Heights. Bishop Foley, Orchard Lake with a 14-3 lead at halftime here over Detroit Catholic Central. The second half coming up shortly here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process, tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.sienaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena Effect is all about. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. This is John McCullough, and you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. Join me Monday at 6. I'm Lauren, a senior at Mercy High School in Farmington Hills. 
Mercy has prepared me for college and for life. Mercy's rigorous curriculum, including anatomy and AP calculus, has given me the academic edge to attend a prestigious university. At Mercy, I'm a part of a sisterhood of students who help strengthen my faith. With a variety of sports and clubs, every student has a place here. Discover what it means to be a Mercy Girl at our open house on Sunday, October 27th from 1 to 3.30. Visit us online at mhsmi.org. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Report is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Whether you're looking to move or to stay put, now's a great time to purchase or refinance a home. Our friends at Alliance Catholic Credit Union can help. Whether you want a fixed rate or an adjustable one, want to retire in 15 years or lock in 30, want to buy an existing home or build a new one, they have the mortgage options for you. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than competitive rates and great selection. You'll receive personal expert service, and that is fitting for a member. So whether considering a mortgage or just looking for trusted help managing your money, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to apply. Fairly insured by the NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Alliance Catholic Credit Union always sponsors our scoreboard report. The scoreboard reads 14-3 in favor of Orchard Lake St. Mary's the second half when we get back in the Patriots. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Hello, I'm Judy Hess, the principal of St. Catherine of Siena Academy, an all-girls Catholic high school in Wixom. We educate our stars both academically and spiritually through challenging coursework, daily mass, and award-winning co- and extracurricular opportunities. Join us at our open house Sunday, October 20th from 1 to 3 p.m. to learn more about how we prepare our stars to use their feminine genius to set the world ablaze. Check us out at stcatherineacademy.org, S-A-I-N-T, catherineacademy.org. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. to the CHSL Game of the Week. Jeremy Otto and Carl Ruff back with you here high atop Father Elmer Richard Stadium here in Illinois, Michigan. 14-3 is the lead for Orchard Lake St. Mary's over Detroit Catholic Central as we head to this second half of action. Carl, what do you think are some keys to this half? Some keys to the game for Orchard Orchard Lake St. Mary's is they need to continue running that football. They've been successful running the football. They have uh, real nice blocking up front. And uh, while they have had a couple of punts in the game, then taking advantage of uh, some good field position, they need to establish a nice long uh, drive and uh, and work on a couple of things there and, and maintain some long-term possession here. For the Shamrocks of Detroit Catholic Central, they need to find an identity. They've been 
trying to run. The run works for a couple, then it gets stopped. They try to spread it out with the wide receivers. They get some success, and then it stops. They need to find a good balance on those two and do something really well. Orchard Lake will receive to start this second half of action. It's Cameron Arnold and Garnett Davis back deep. D.J. Briel, the senior kicker, in to drive it left to right. It's a calm night. The rain really not a factor as it's gone on, which we thought it might be. That seized really before tonight's kickoff, and Briel going to send this into the October air as this goes through the hands of Cameron Arnold for a touchback into the left side of the end zone. So we'll see the 6'3", 195-pound senior lead this offense back out there in Grant Henson, and he did a good job of really being that calming presence that we knew he was coming into this game. Yeah, he did uh, a good job of distributing the ball. He uh, seems to have a real good, as you said, a calming influence there. First down and 10 from the Catholic Central 20-yard line here for the Eaglets. Wishbone formation, no wide receivers this time. It's Anton who curves left side on the ground. And he's going to gain two yards up to the 22. Smacking him to the turf is the big defensive end, Sean Cunningham. They tried that run off the left-hand side there, and uh, their linebackers for Catholic Central uh, sniffed that one out, and uh, they double-teamed that man down. Orchard Lake St. Mary's moving right to left across your radio dial here in quarter number three. Single wideouts this side. Henson under center. Three men in the wishbone in the backfield here. Garnett Davis on the delay. Has it right side. Chugs across the 25-yard line. Speeds his way to the 26 for three more yards. So still about three and a half more before that first down marker. Detroit Catholic Central had the entire field on, in on that tackle. It's hard to identify anybody clearly who uh, was the first man there. The entire field, there was nobody else over on that right-hand side of the defense. The 6'2", 200-pound senior wideout, maybe the one of the best athletes on the field is out left side at wide receiver in Inachuku. They're going to throw right instead. It's Cameron Arnold who finds free space and runs with it. He's to the 30 and up to the 34-yard line after gaining another first down. You know, it really is something that we haven't seen Inachuku in this game. He made a play on defense to recover the fumble, but they say he's fully healthy and that he's ready to go here in week seven, but they have not thrown to him quite yet. Well, so far they've been successful without having to throw to him, yet they may be being a little cautious. He lines up left side pretty much as a tight end this time. It's Henson to throw to Inachuku at the 40-yard line, juggles through his hands, well covered by Sam Dursa. On the other half of the field, he gets a pat in the back by Jackson Ewald, his fellow linebacker to the right. Right on cue, it's incomplete second and ten. Yeah, uh, Inochuko uh, stretched out for that ball, uh, but uh, just just as you mentioned how he hadn't been getting the ball and, and he's right there <laughs> to receive it. Uh, are you getting uh, some signals here? Uh? I, they're, they're coming into my ear, yes. <laughs> It's a guy that sustained a hamstring injury at the end of two days, has kind of battled that all throughout the regular season, but they felt as of last week he was fully good and ready to go. Inside handoff to Tommy Boss this time. He propels himself across the 35, right down the middle of the field, up to the 37-yard line. Gain a four on first down. 
Yeah, that uh, wishbone uh, has uh, proved to be uh, it, it seemingly easy for the uh, Catholic Central to uh, key on who they think is going to get the ball because uh, St. Mary's hasn't had a whole lot of success right up the middle. Third and five for the Eaglets from the Catholic Central 39-yard line right down the middle of the field here. Henson in the shotgun, in tight to the line this time. Screen pass right complete to Cameron Arnold. Arnold dashes across the 40, close to the first down marker at the 44-yard line, but Catholic Central able to push him out of bounds before he gains, and that will be a punt again for St. Mary's. Jacob Young for the Shamrocks was right there, and he made a really nice play. Tommy Doman going to punt it away. Talented junior kicker is back at the 26-yard line. A little bit of a high snap. It's a high, high punt as well. Doesn't go very far. It takes a bounce at the 40. Spins back to the 35. Still sputtering on its side and down finally there by Danny Mason. Back at the 32-yard line of play. And that's where Catholic Central will take it back. So the drive at the end of the first half took them down to about 26 seconds before they settled for a field goal in the end. They had a couple shots to the right side of the end zone that were overthrown to Jonathan Brewer and Cody Deraband, but this offense looking to pick up where they left off in that drive. Yeah, they're coming right off the sideline and going right into their offensive formation. Danny Scott, the lone running back to the right side of Declan Bile. He's in the gun here. Trips to his right, one to the far side. 9.04, still left to play in the third. It's a handoff left for Danny Scott. He scrambles for two yards off left tackle that time. It's been a heavy dose of 28 on these first down plays, and it's been a lot of this, two, three-yard chunks, and they kind of have to go to the air. Yeah, they, they need to mix it up a little bit, and uh, as I said there at the half, I thought they needed an identity, and I thought that would be a running attack, but uh, I, I think I need to rethink that. Easton St. Clair is in at the wide receiver spot. He's a part of the bunched three men on this right side. Biles still in the shotgun. 8.24 to go in the third. Floats went out far side. Line looking to get loose there is Jonathan Brewer. His round ended at the 45. It ended up on the other half of the field at about the 37-yard line. A play incomplete. It's third and eight. Well, he had a step on uh, Mason for uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and if that pass would have been uh, a little closer to him, might have been a different story there, but that, that ball was too deep. Danny Mason, a good corner on the other end for Orchard Lake. A couple interceptions, a fumble recovery, 24 tackles on the year for him. Third down and eight as Catholic Central scrimmages from their own 33-yard line. Two wideouts aside for Bile here. He has Scott to his left hip, looks to throw. Good block on the backside as they send a man in coverage there, and he overthrows his man about... Again, 15 or 20 yards on the near sideline. That's Sam Dursa, who is at the 50, and the football ended up out at about the 35. They'll be forced to punt it away here to begin the third. Yeah, that pass was uh, not only uh, too deep for uh, Dursa, it was going to be way out of bounds there. Cameron Arnold back deep for Orchard Lake. It's Jack McDonald, the 6'4", 245-pound senior punter into driving. The offensive and defensive linemen as well. It's fourth and eight with the clock frozen at 8.15. It was a high snap, but it's a high frame as well as he handles it with no question there. Takes a bounce at the 30-yard line. Picked up there by Arnold as he thinks it's returnable. But a good job of the Gunners downfield to swallow that play up here on special teams. 
right away. Yeah, that was uh, Muhammad Jafer uh, down there quickly that, that caused him to uh, grab that ball and stutter step to the right and gave enough time for his uh, teammates to catch up with him. Jafer getting some time on special teams here, but that's a guy they really like and is rising on defense for the Shamrocks. A sophomore linebacker, so look out for him as the season and years we're on here for CC. Orchard Lake has it at their own 27-yard line, looking to buy some more space. They keep it on the ground to Anthony Anton. Usually a good bet as he rolls left side and charges his way for a gain of seven up to the 34-yard line on first down. Yeah, the Shamrocks uh, had their defensive uh, or their cornerback out there who uh, came off of covering the receiver and was able to make that tackle. Orchard Lake up 14-3 with the football with 7.36 left to play in the third frame here. Wishbone with two wideouts, one on each side. It's a handoff. Up the middle again, but the front line there for Catholic Central says absolutely not. They kept it in the hands of Tommy Boss. Matthew and Corser on the tackle that time for Catholic Central. It's third and four. You know, early on in the game, we saw some keepers there from Henson. I wouldn't be surprised at this point that they might do so. Henson under center like he's been most of the game. Inachuku and Arnold are the two wideouts left and right. They want to keep it in the hands of Garnett Davis. He churns his legs, and that makes a difference. Boy, CC had a chance to stop him at about the 37-yard line. Those churning legs got him all the way to the 39 on the far hash, and the officials will take time for something here. Not sure why. George Porritt is onto the field. Oh, there's a Orchard Lake man down. Didn't even see that at the 41-yard line. So the St. Mary's training staff is out to look at him. Gets up off his own power, and that's ex- actually the ball carrier in Garnett Davis. So that's not something you want to see. Your talented senior, who's been a really good number two back for you this year. It's good to see him get up off his own power. Davis came into this game, 76 carries, 518 yards, and six scores. The man above him just, uh, well, you know, 300 to 400 yards more. <laughs> it's a nice uh, secondary <laughs> that you can go to at that point. First down and 10 from the St. Mary's 39. Pitch in the backfield to Anton. He hits the corner hard up to the 40-yard line. And good converging stop for the Catholic Central defense to hold him to two yards. That's Mo Jaffer. And Brennan Yatuma, two of the leaders on defense. It's going to be a second and eight. Yeah, the play was a little slow to develop there. Wait, Anton was waiting for some blocking up front, and it really didn't happen. He took it upon himself and bounced it out to the left. Second and eight, up to the 41, 6.05 remaining here in quarter number three. Henson, handoff right side, Davis trying to hit the corner. Still bouncing to the outside. Missed tackle by Catholic Central. Curves to the 45-yard line. Laundry all over the field. All the officials drawing out their yellow hanky here. So if it stands, which it won't, it would have been about three yards shy of the first down up to the 46, still in the Orchard Lake half of the field. Let's check the flags. Maybe a hold to open up that run on the continually bouncing play there by Garnett Davis. 
So the head referee, the linesman coming together at the 42-yard line here, and the head referee tonight is saying a legal shift against Orchard Lake. So that was pre-snap. Long time uh, waiting for those flags to come out for the legal shift. So they talked about it, and they ruled an offensive penalty in the end. And wait, that's more than an illegal shift because that would only be five yards. This one is going back 15. So this is a second and 23 all the way back to the 27. Five fifty-three left here in quarter number three, 14 to three, the lead for Orchard Lake. Pistol formation with Anton directly behind Henson here. High snap. He handles it well. Just a QB design run, and it goes nowhere. Saying hello is Brendan Yatuma as he shoots up the gap for no gain. Maybe a yard in the end as they're up to the 29-yard line, but regardless, that'll make it third and 21 for the Eaglet offense. Yeah, that play was going nowhere fast. Didn't seem to fool. The misdirection didn't seem to fool uh, the Shamrocks. You'd think they look either for Inachuku or Cameron Arnold on the outside. Those two men lining up as wide receivers. Henson beginning under center with a wishbone formation. They keep it on the ground. Anton bursts up the middle. Zigzagging his, his way across the 35. Up to the 40 is across the original line of scrimmage plus one yard to the 41. It's unfortunately... For Catholic Central, it's going to be a fourth and eighth, though. With 4.40 left in this third quarter. Nice uh, safe call there. Sure. You know, uh, you, you could pass it and you could end up with uh, an unfortunate situation there. Giving the ball to Anton. Cody Diraban is back deep at the 23-yard line. It's a high snap over the head of the punter. CC is a man charging at the 5-yard line. It's going to dribble into through the back of the end zone, maybe. Orchard Lake trying to flip it in, but that looks like it's a safety. Wow. A slip and slide for that football as it slipped all the way behind the Ophers Shamrocks in the right side of the end zone. And Catholic Central will not only be getting the ball back, but they have two more on the board. It's 14-5. That was a well overthrow, uh, over snap. That was uh, nearly a yard over the head of the uh, kicker. Uh, he made a valiant effort to try to get that ball back, but uh, it was not to be. It just rolled and rolled and rolled, and Orchard Lake did have a man in the back of the end zone trying to flip that back into play. It wasn't in the cards, though, as Catholic Central will get this back on the free kick here for Orchard Lake. Wow. Jeremy, ironically, I think uh, we've seen a longer uh, missed punt here than we've seen an actual punt go for yardage. So 4-16 still left to play in the third. It's 14-5. to We talked about five points on the board. We haven't in this game now. <laughs> it was 5 nothing, Brother Rice in their game versus Guerin Catholic at halftime. Now it's not 5 nothing, but 14-5 to here. This good old safety... And the field goal combo. How about it? Yeah, now the uh, free kick by Orchard Lake St. Mary is going to give some good opportunity for uh, field position for the Shamrocks. Tommy Doman teeing it up as he'll kick it right to left. Brewer 
and Darabin back deep here for Catholic Central. They stand just in between the hash marks here. Doman delaying as he rises up that left hand, waiting for the go-ahead from the official. He receives it now. Puts the hand down. Stutter steps forward and drives this shorts at the 20-yard line. By design, it seemed like there. Darabin takes it out. He's across the 30. Free space at the 40-yard line. Tumbling into Orchard Lake territory. Makes another man miss at the 40 and finally dragged down at the 34-yard line. Have a day, Cody Darabin. This time on the return. What a dynamic play there. His 150 pounds there looked like 220 as he bounced off of tacklers and took that ball down. He took hits, and he kept twisting, and he took it down and put them in nice scoring position. Yeah, best field position of the day for Catholic Central. It's not the best of the day for either team as Orchard Lake heading on the CC 11 after the turnover early on. But nonetheless, a gift of field position from what Catholic Central has been faced with so far in this game. They take it on the Orchard Lake 35-yard line. Declan Bile begins in the pistol. Danny Scott behind him. He gets the football. No, it's a fake on first down. What a fake. Up the left side, the throw goes. Easton St. Clair trying to fight through double coverage at the 9-yard line. Going to skip incomplete and into the end zone. That was Danny Mason and Trey Kaznowski back at safety that time. It was a nicely uh, drawn-up play there. I think uh, it, it kind of fooled everybody, uh, in- including me, as to where that pass was going to go. So the clock frozen at four minutes to go here in the third. 14-5 to five is the Orchard Lake St. Mary's lead right now. Trips left, one to the near side. Bile is back to the gun. Wants to throw again. Pump fake. Going to keep it down the middle. That's over the outstretched fingertips that time of Cody Deraban. He reached for it at the 25-yard line, and luckily for the Shamrocks, there weren't any eaglets too close. Otherwise, that ball could have been a tip drill interception. Well, uh, Jordan Cannon was back a couple of yards there and uh, had the fingertip uh, uh, by the uh, Shamrock not happen. Uh, You might have had a different story there. Get a new football into play here. It's a third down and 10. And Catholic Central does not want to see what they saw happen at the end of the first half happen here. And at this venture, they might have to punt it away. This is going to be a 45-yard kick or more. Third down and 10. Two wideouts aside. Bile back to pass. Faces pressure. Has to just flip it out and loose down the middle of the field. There were two or three eaglets lurking. Teichner, Luke Whalen. Charles Collins was also in the area. And George Port is four steps out of the field asking for an intentional grounding call, and the flag does fly. Yeah, the ball didn't re- meet the uh, line of scrimmage, so uh, he fell back by maybe three yards short of it. There was nobody in the area with uh, a receiving number. So Port and his characteristic polo and khakis, his long-sleeve polo on the far side, and the red Orchard Lake Cat calling for that all the way, trying to lead his team to a 7-0 record to begin this one. And the officials still discussing at the 45-yard line. The grounding call does come. Two slashing hand movements towards the ground to give that call with 3.51 left to play here in 
quarter number three, 14 to 5 is the lead for Orchard Lake. A loss of down doesn't really impact. Uh, it's going to be fourth down anyway. Uh, they're going to have to, uh, to kick as it was. So the offense was still on the field before that was all sorted out. So now they'll charge out the punting unit here. And it's Jack McDonald again in to punt this one away. Back pretty deep is Cameron Arnold. He's back to his own 10-yard line here. McDonald, the 6'4 punter, sees another high snap at the top of his helmet, handles it well. Short line drive kick taken at the 10 by Arnold. Shimmy Shake at the 20. Another one at the 30-yard line. Is free on the near sideline. Gallops his way up to the 40-yard line. And this one is going to be taken out with 340 to play here. As Orchard Lake will get this offense brewing once again. Well, did you know there's a credit union for Catholics? That's right, Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Having a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, a great mobile app, everything you need to manage your money. Actively involved in supporting Catholic education through scholarships, financial literacy programs, and event sponsorships. So if you're Catholic anywhere in Michigan, put your money where your faith is. To learn more about Alliance Catholic Credit Union, visit AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. First down and 10 from the CC or from the Orchard Lake 39-yard line for St. Mary's as they hand it off to Anthony Anton on first down. He gains two up the left side. They mark it up to the 39 on the near hash now. Jeremy Otto alongside Carl Ruff to bring the call here on WDTK, the the Patriot. So glad you could tune in. Alex Westfall, our onside engineer. Brian Belensky back in our WDTK studios. It's Garnett who gets the call, trying to bounce to the outside, and he will not get there this time. Nearly brought down in the backfield by Easton St. Clair. It was a good job by Jacob Young to finish it off on the far side. It is a loss of one as they're back to the 40. Yeah, St. Clair submarined in there, and uh, he, he was able to sidestep him, but uh, it, it held him up, and uh, St. Clair's uh, partners came back there and helped finish him off. They've done a pretty good job containing Garnett Davis so far here today. Anthony Anton really hasn't had any big runs so far. He's known for that throughout this season. Two wide re- receivers aside for Henson. He's in the gun. Little out route to the near sideline. Good fighting job on the near side. to wrestle that out of the hands of Zerkai. He had the first down plus five of the 45-yard line, but there to knock it out was Cody Darabin. Yeah, uh... Orchard Lake St. Mary's, they get the ball back and they are unable to do anything with it and they're going to end up punting this ball away. And once again, the uh, Shamrocks of Detroit Catholic Central are showing some deep. Darabin back deep. Doman in to kick it away. Doesn't get a lot on this punt. His punts haven't been too far here today. This one's down at the 44-yard line. And again, good field position here for Catholic Central. Step one is secure that snap. And after that, you just got to get the ball away. Check some scores on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. A lot of the scores at half just because this game is moving so quickly. Brother Rice up 12-0 over Gurren Catholic. That's a win the Warriors need after losing two straight. Shrine up over Britton Deerfield at half 
De La Salle up big over Davison, 19-0. And Fortson is taking a 14-7 lead over Livonia Franklin into halftime. First down and 10 from the Shamrock 45-yard line. Pitch left side here for Danny Scott. And Scott is trying to fight just for some positive yardage here. He does just that as he gains two in the end. Finally brought down that time by Trey Kosnowski. Had to fight through two or three clawing eaglets, trying to bring him down in the backfield there. He does gain one. Christian Teichner uh, was in the backfield. He was kind of pushed around a little bit by St. Clair. Otherwise, he'd have knocked that ball in for a loss. Second and nine up to the CC 46. They move left to right in quarter number three, down 14 to five. Minute 32 left in it. He's back to pass, steps up and rolls left. Man coming from behind, has a man downfield, Cody Dearbin. He juggles that football at the 15-yard line and hangs on. Wow, what a catch. Very nice catch. Uh, defended, uh, it looked cleanly by Cameron Arnold. looked like uh, he had his position there, but the ball went over his shoulder, and the reception was made right in the uh, chest. Yeah, jungled up a couple times as he was on the ground, but made sure he hauled it in and didn't hit the turf. And now the officials are coming together at the 15-yard line for some reason here, maybe just to... And it was on top of that, it was a personal foul roughing the passer penalty against Orchard Lake St. Mary's. So that's going to go half a distance to the goal, move them to a first and goal inside the 10 to about the seven-yard line. Wow. Yeah, this is the golden opportunity that Detroit Catholic Central uh, Shamrocks have been looking for, something to get them into this game. Uh, You put seven on the board right now, and a field goal can win it for them. They go with the wham, three backs in a line as they lock hands before the snap. Rolling out right as Bile on the throw. as a man back of the end zone. That's through the hands of a diving Easton St. Clair through double coverage there by Orchard Lake. It was Zerkai back deep for the Eaglets. Stops the clock at 103 and a second and goal from the seventh. Well, the Shamrocks switched it up that time they had been running right uh, on the first down and here they down deep in the Eaglets territory they passed first down. Still three men in the backfield. Yatuma is the man in the middle here. Instead they're going to hand it off to Cole Price. Been a long time since we've seen him. Price moving at the five yard line and finally does break free with the football but they rule him down and forward progress for a gain of one. Nick Santoni spearheading the defense that time. So move it up to the six. It's third and goal. Cole Price was uh, not going down, but unable to break free before the referee blew the whistle. So here comes the receiving core as the running backs are out. It's Jonathan Brewer coming in. Cody Dearban also checking into play, along with Sam Dursa. Declan Bile is back to the gun. Two wideouts aside as they scrimmage from the Orchard Lake five-yard line here. Darabin in motion to the right side of the line. They look that direction. Have a wide open Cody Darabin on the right side of the end zone. He lifts his hands up in midair because his team is right back in it. 14-11 with 12 ticks left to play in quarter number three. Very nicely designed play. The Catholic Central flooded that right-hand side with a little bit of a 
misdirection there and ended up with an odd man that they were able to get the pass to. Another balance of nature touchdown. Pure and simple, real science, real food, real nutrition. Extra point, up, jolting, sputtering, and it is just good as the officials look at each other and said, yeah, the sky over the uprights. 14 to 12. The Orchard Lake lead a sliver now with 12 seconds left to go in the third on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. When you need the ultimate performance from a primer, there is only one. Zenzer's Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum, available at Cush Paint Company in Roseville. It is the next generation zero VOC, easy-to-use water-based formula with an oil-based performance. Stain-blocking power, low odor, and lead-compliant. Zenzer's Smart Prime from Rust-Oleum. Check it out at Cush Paint in Roseville. Mention the Patriot and get 10% off with our experts at Cush Paint in Roseville or cushpaint.com. Happening now, the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Jeremy Adel alongside Carl Ruff, 12 seconds left to play in quarter number three. It's 14 to 12 in favor of Orchard Lake St. Mary. It's been a wide open walk-in score into the hands of Cody Daraban, thrown by Declan Bile, has made this game oh so close. Now the man closest to Daraban was Mitchell Gores. I don't know if he had responsibility for that receiver, but he was the man who was closest and his back was turned away from him. Yeah, Dearban started in the slot left side. They sent him in motion pre-snap to the right side in the other slot area and maybe missed opportunities in terms of following him. But either way, Catholic Central has clawed their way back into this ball game. Rialts going to get a touchback. Playing the game of Tommy Doman a little bit there. And on the other coin, Tommy Doman has struggled punting the football a little bit. He has sent it short a couple times. That's kind of what set up that last drive for Catholic Central from the Orchard Lake 40-yard line. Well, short short and high um, has been his last couple of kicks here that he's been able to field. Uh, and it, it has given some opportunity for the Shamrocks to enjoy a good field position. So 12 seconds left here in the third. It's a first and 10. From their own 20-yard line here for Orchard Lake, they'll keep it on the ground and hand it off right side for Garnett Davis. And Davis is going to gain three yards, and that is going to take us into quarter number four. Catholic Central on the comeback here. Some of their players put up four fingers on the sideline. Looking to come back in the fourth here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. For most of my life, every year I would get a super sore throat, and then it would go to my head, to my chest, and I'd be sick for two or three weeks. Last fall, I start, I got the sore throat, and I go, well, let me try this. And I took a whole bunch of capsules of the veggies in addition to the three and three that I took during the day. The next morning, the sore throat was gone, and I didn't go through that whole routine. And I attribute it to taking nine capsules of the veggies. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. To end the month of September, Balance of Nature is offering a 30% discount and free shipping on your first preferred order of Balance of Nature. This special is ending between now and September 30th, so don't wait. Call 800-2468. 
800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code DETROIT. Start of the fourth quarter, Orchard Lake with the football on their own 23-yard line in the second and seven. It's an up-the-middle rush, downhill run. That time by Anthony Anton. That's the way he likes to run. He's going to be close to the first down, shy by about a yard and a half up to the 28. So now it's third down and two. Jeremy, Orchard Lake St. Mary's has got to do something on this possession. They've uh, seen their lead go and erode from 14-0 back to 14-12 right now. They're going to have to show something to get back in control of this game. Yeah, they're up, and all the momentum is on the side of the white and blue right now. On third and two, Garnett Davis met after being close to that first down. He's driven shy at about the 29-yard line. The spot was friendly, though, as they gave him the 31, and that will be a first down. Yeah, he ran with his pads up high. He needs to get a little bit lower down there if he's going to be pushing his way through. Easily knocked back. So Orchard Lake making a couple substitutions here. Their receiver is coming, and Inachuku will check in as he wide out on the far side. Buchanai, the tight end, will line up near side. They're still in that wishbone formation with Grant Henson under center. They move left to right in quarter number four. Garnett Davis, big hole at the 40-yard line. He hits midfield, well into Shamrock territory at the 20-yard line. One man finally just shoving him out of play at about the nine is Sam Dursa, and Sam saved the tackle with 10.43 left here in the fourth. We said they had to do something big, and they came out, and they ran it, ran it, and then they broke one free. There's the big play that Oakland Orchard, like St. Mary's, has been looking for Trying to add to a 14-12 lead, maybe breathing some of the life out of the sails of the momentum ship here for Catholic Central. Let's see if they can finish it off. Henson under center. Hand off left side for Anton. He runs uphill for a gain of a couple up to the nine-yard line. Make it second and goal. Shamrock's been playing good defense the whole game. They need to stiffen right here and limit the Orchard Lake St. Mary team to a three-pointer. Keeps them within one score of taking the lead. Defense has been the strength for Catholic Central this year. Trying to fully figure out the offense, which they've done a little bit at the end of the first half and the beginning part of the second half. Second and goal from the nine. Play action here. They want to throw. Right side. It's picked off in the end zone by Catholic Central. Jacob Young stepping in front of Vucinai. And just like that, Mo is back on the Catholic Central sideline. Yeah, they're going to take that ball from the two-yard line. It's going to be for a long run. But the big thing is they kept points from getting put on the board. 10-0-3 left to play in the fourth quarter. Orchard Lake with a two-point lead. Let's see what this Catholic Central offense can do. The men in blue and white march back out of the field here. Led out by Declan Bile, the sophomore still learning. It's only his third week starting at the quarterback position. He's pinned up against his own end zone here in the Wham formation. Inside handoff to Brendan Yatuma to buy him some space, and the bruising back does just that. Gains about five as he's up to the seven-yard line of action here, and there's a man laboring at the 11 
for Orchard Lake. That would be Luke Selikowski. As they look at him, we'll step aside. 14 to 12 is the Orchard Lake St. Mary's lead. 9.53 left. Catholic Central has the football when we get back in a second and five here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by Balance of Nature. Rich in Iowa. Go ahead. I keep hearing all these ads. If you owe more than $10,000 in taxes, you don't have to pay it. If you have credit card debt, you don't have to pay it. Then we wonder, why do these young kids think they don't have to pay for anything? As long as it's free for me, who cares what it costs you? I never thought about it that way. Rich, thank you. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. Coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week continues on The Patriot. Orchard lead, hoping this lead doesn't say bye-bye here. It's second and five with 9.47 left to go in the fourth. 14-12, the Orchard Lake lead. Inside handoff once again for the Shamrocks. It's Jatuma on the second straight plays. He's up to the nine-yard line. That's going to bring up third and a long two. Yeah, the Shamrocks uh, showing some success when they go outside the tackles. Uh, when they seem to get inside, uh, they're getting bottled up. Catholic Central steering to the near sideline here for the play call. They're going to bring in their receiving core. Jonathan Brewer, Cody Deraban, who's made some big plays. Sam Dursa back into the heart of that huddle here for the home squad here tonight. Third down and call it three. Under nine minutes to go in the ball game. Trio of wide receivers bunched up in a triangle formation to the left side of the line. They want to throw. They hit their big tight end, Connor Cohan, at the 20-yard line. Cohan still charging on his feet to the 25 and finally toppled down at the 30, and there's a flag at the end of the play as well. Or check that. There's not. I thought I saw one come out or did one come out. Officials acting like that might be the case as they huddle up at the 25-yard line. I think he was drawn out at the 40-yard line, literally at the end of the play. The official in front of the Orchard Lake bench took the yellow hanky out of his pocket that time. And the clock has stopped at 8.48. Sideline warning is the call against Orchard Lake. That's Mike Gentry here. Head official here tonight who makes the call in the white hat. He signals first down. So it's not a warning. It's an enforced penalty as it's up to the 46. Still in Catholic Central territory. But, boy, if there's any team who's taken full hold of this game without having the lead, you feel that way (laughs) in Catholic Central's direction. Trips to the left, two to the far side for Bile. He's in the empty set in the shotgun. Bile back to pass. The sophomore delivers a short one. Right side for Sam Dursa. He curls for a gain of three, just shy of Orchard Lake territory at the 49-yard line. And Inachuku is down and laboring a bit here. Check that. That's not Inachuku. It's Christian Teichner, the senior tight end and outside linebacker. Maybe a cramp of sorts there as he was kind of holding uh, the bottom of his foot. He immediately went out of play. Once again, uh, 
Detroit Catholic Central is uh, going to the pass, and they are being successful. 8.09 left to play in quarter number four, 14-12. The lead for Orchard Lake at the moment. Single wide out far side. It's a handoff to a back that's been plentiful today in Danny Scott. Scott stretches for a first down at the 45. Still powering on his feet up to the 40-yard line. And that's another first down plus five more. Nice play. A lot of nice work there by Scott. Worked his way down. Took a couple of hits on through there and uh, uh, kept with that leaning forward body position. Catholic Central checking in to play at 3-3. Three and three. Orchard Lake at 6-0. and oh. CC needs a win for a number of reasons, obviously. First down and 10 up to the Orchard Lake 48. It's against Scott. Scott scrambles at the 35-yard line, creating more space up to the 33. That's a gain of 6 on first down. He's starting to roll on the ground now. He's got the hot hand. Uh, see uh, them continue to go that way. He picked his way through there, showed a lot of patience. It's defense summing in and out a couple players here. Big number 94, the defensive tackle Charles Collins checks into play. It's a big boy, 5'10", 280 down there for the Eaglets. Second and four. From the Eagle at 34, pitch to the right to Collins. He tries to hit the edge, now curves back inside. He likes the space better there. Stays on his feet in a spin cycle move. He's across the 30 and up to the 25-yard line. How about another first down plus four more as those chains keep moving right to left on the far sideline. Nice mix for a Catholic Central on this drive. Uh, successful on the pass, successful on the run. They've got uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's on their heels. And they found a back in Danny Scott who's maybe emerging here in week seven. First down and 10 up to the Eaglet 25-yard line. Nearly a half of this quarter wound down. 6.20 left in it. Trip to the left for Bile. One to the far side. Keeps it on the ground to himself. Nice fake there. Bile chugs it up to the 20-yard line for a gain of six. With the defense for Orchard Lake uh, keying on the running back at this point. It was a nice call to get the quarterback keeper. So Orchard Lake clinging, clawing onto this 14-12 lead with 5.55 remaining. It has been 12 unanswered points by Catholic Central. A field goal, a safety, and a touchdown. Second and a short five. Collins right side zigzags back to the middle propels himself up to the 15 his line pushing him forward up to the 13 yard line another first down and who is 28 who's flourishing here in this game all of a sudden yeah rarely called early on in the game and uh, he's taking possession he's taking this game over so just outside of the goal situation now up to the 13 yard line 524 left to play here in quarter number four starting this drive on their own two yard line Scott the lone back to the left side single wide receiver to the left is Jonathan Brewer and keeping it on the ground again is Declan Bailus chased down from behind that time by Cameron Arnold as he escapes inside the 10 to the 9 yard line that's Again, a four on first down. 
time certainly not a factor with uh, more than four and a half minutes left in this game and uh, in good field position for Catholic Central right at this point. Uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's is going to have to start looking at the clock. It's almost at this point like Catholic Central is moving too quickly. Obviously, we're not saying that, but, you know, if, if they wouldn't mind a few more minutes to tick off this clock. File on the tight shotgun. Option, it looks like. He moves it left side into the hands of his cutting wide receiver, Easton St. Clair, who motioned over from the far sideline. St. Clair bulldozers his way to the five-yard line, and that's going to make it a third and three. Catholic Central coming up with the big plays to get possession here. They need to get points right now. Michael Ramirez, the six-foot-tall junior tight end, sprints into action now for Catholic Central from the near sideline. Third down and three from the Orchard Lake six. They scrimmage from the near hash. Wham formation for the Shamrocks. They want an inside handoff to Brendan Yatuma. He powers his way down to the four, maybe more like the three-and-a-half. And he's going to be nearly a full yard shy of the first down. It's fourth and one. What do you do? With 3.32 left. And now they want to measure. Mike Gentry, your head official today, waves those arms to stop the clock. The chains are on the opposite sideline, so they'll get a sprint in from that far side. The football is marked at about the three just to the left of the near hash. The chains slowly making their way over here. We'll be in line with about the left goalpost here by the time they stretch things out. The crowd in an utter silence awaiting the call here. It's real close, and it's going to be a nose of the football shot. So fourth and inches from the three-yard line. Well, Coach Jeremy, what do you do here? Do you go for the kick and the potential lead, or do you go for it? I think you go for it here at home. But I'm not Dan Anderson, who's had a lot of experience and a legendary head coach in Tom Mack, longtime assistant for Mack in his third season as the head coach, and the offense is coming out there. Yatuma, Cole Price, couple of the backs in the backfield right now. They're measuring, I believe, for the exact spots maybe now, or are they still measuring to see if it's a first down? They're still calling it shot. <laughs> So a few extra looks just to make sure with 3.31 to go. It's 14-12 Orchard Lake at the moment. And the offense is still on the football field. Biggest point of the game for both teams right now. A scrimmage on top of the A for Shamrocks in the end zone here for Catholic Central. They look to get that direction. Three backs behind Bile here. And Bile just going to keep it up the middle and charge for the first down. He got a full yard, maybe more, up to the two-yard line on the left side. First and goal for the Shamrock offense. He had a little bit of help from some bulk behind him in the form of running backs who uh, give him a shove and pushed him forward, and they secured that first down. Clock down to 3.20 left. So we'll see how many plays they take to try to get this into the end zone here. Don't just seem to be in much of a hurry to get a play called in. 
Yeah, that clock is winding. Both teams have three timeouts aside. Shamrock's back to the line. First and goal from the two-yard line here on the left hash. File under center. Hands it right side. They are not in quite yet. There's no signal. And they are in as the official from the far side comes up. Catholic Central has scored and taken the lead here in quarter number four. Brendan Yatuma, the power back, powered his way into the left side. And we have a timeout for Catholic Central. So they're going to discuss maybe going for two here. They're up four with the possibility of going up five with 2.50 left. I think they need to kick it. Uh, going up uh, four or five is uh, academic at this point. Uh, it's going to leave Orchard Lake St. Mary needing to run the length of the field and get six. Check some more scores via Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Divine Child up 28-0 over Ann Arbor Richard. That's at the end of the third. End of the third as well at Wayne State University as De La Salle is up on the number six team in the state of Michigan. Davison, 19-0. Dearborn Fortson still up 20-14 over Livonia Franklin with 10-15. Left to go here in quarter number three over there. 18-14, Catholic Central, thanks to the legs of Brendan Yatuma. They just churned and churned and churned until they got into the left side of the end zone. And now his team will go for two. The sophomore quarterback, who looks like a veteran out there leading this offense back out there, will align himself in the shotgun. Danny Scott, who's been really good on this drive, sits to his left hip. Two wideouts aside, Deerban in the left slot. He's been dynamic today. They'll send him in motion and send trips to that right side. They look right, throw left, floating in, and they convert on the two-point try. One knee down for Jonathan Brewer to make sure he hauled that football in. That's a clutch play, though, to make it 20-14 to 14 with 2.50 left in the ballgame. 20 unanswered points by this Detroit Catholic Central Shamrock team. Uh, they take, took some hits early on in this game, went down 14-0, and they pecked away and pecked away and pecked away. And here they are in the lead with 2.50 left. The Shamrocks huddling together at the 34-yard line, the special teams unit at this point for CC. Orchard Lake will send two men back deep looking for something to get some energy back on that sideline. It felt like it was all them at one point in this game, but now it feels like it's all Catholic Central. Cameron Arnold, Garnett Davis, the two men back deep for the Eaglets here. It's DJ Brialt, who comes off a touchback on his last kickoff. Plenty of time to work with. A full allotment of timeouts for Orchard Lake. Two left for Catholic Central. This is Central Division football here. Brialt. Breaks the huddle here as he looks to drive back. Two teams with a lot on the line here. We've got uh, season-making final drive. Absolutely. You love to see this. Brialt sputters this back to the 10-yard line. Falls short this time. Returnable here for Orchard Lake. They take it at the 20-yard line, propelling up to the 25, and finally bowling their way to the 26-yard line of play. Cameron Arnold 
Kaku tick it up the right side. It's a decent field position here for Orchard Lake to start at the 27. 2.41 to work with. Well, Jeremy, obviously, uh, they need Orchard Lake needs to get down quickly. They're, they got 2.41 left on the clock. I would expect to see uh, more passes than runs. Uh, maybe early on you might uh, try to throw in a, a trick play, uh, maybe a draw if you're going to run. Grant Henson, the senior quarterback, is out there in the pistol. Inichuku, the farthest wide receiver on the other side, as he hands it off near side to Cameron Arnold on a short pass. Arnold gains the 32 for a gain of five. A quick play, uh, gained five yards, and only took five seconds off the clock. Jacob Young was there to steer him out of play at second and five from the Orchard Lake 32 on the near hash. Two wideouts aside for Henson. Still in the pistol here with Garnett Davis, the number two back behind him. Fakes the handoff to him. The lefty is back, chased off in the backfield, and has to quickly throw this one down. It's at the feet, though, of number 22, Reed Zerke, circling on his run at the 40-yard line. Bruno Gubernich there was uh, harassing him from behind. He felt that and had to step forward, and moving the way he was, he couldn't get uh, proper placement with his arms and legs and uh, to make that connection. Third and five from the 32 with the clock frozen at 2.30. Catholic Central with the 20-14 to 14 lead here at home. Still a pistol formation for Henson. Two targets aside, he looks left to Inachuku well over the head of his top target and a body slam to the turf on Inachuku there by Sam Dursa for good measure. He's got to be careful, though, because that was kind of after the play was over, but still in the range of, hey, am I tackling him? Did he catch the ball? It did go through his hands and skipped about 20 yards downfield. Yeah, and uh, Ikenuchi's uh, staying there with his hands on his hips looking at the referees uh, like, you know, you guys really need to talk about that. Oh, there is a flag down. There is a flag down at the 33. I did not see that come out. And Mike Gentry is asking the Catholic Central sideline if they want to decline it or not. In that case, it would make it a fourth down scenario. It must have been before the snap if that's the case because late hit personal foul obviously would give them an automatic fruits down. Personal foul. They call the chop block in the end. So that's a 15-yarder. It's going to maintain the third down but make this an adventure for Orchard Lake back to the 18-and-a-half-yard line here. Bad timing on a uh, lack of discipline there. You know, everybody's taught that. You, you know what a chop block is, and you know you can't do that. Third and 20 from the St. Mary's 17. Henson in the pistol here. Two wideouts aside. The lefty looks left. Short screen to Davis. Davis looks to dance at the 20. Still on his feet as he powers to the 25. And around the original line of scrimmage. Well, that's not nearly going to be enough for a first down. He's up officially to the 26-yard line of play, and it's going to be a fourth and 11. Dursa and Young converging in the stop that time for Catholic Central. The clock frozen again at 219. It's the fourth and 11 for the St. Mary's offense. This is the ball game. It could be for St. Mary's. They do have a full allotment of timeouts, so... If they can get three stops, if they punt it away here, they might 
be able to get the football back with some time. A good time to try that uh, toss play to Ikenuchu. He's along the far side of the field, split in front of his own bench. Henson on the run, looks for Inachuku, has him on the out route. It's going to be good for a first down. He kept a foot in, hugging the far sideline at the 40. He gains the, the first down plus three more. Ouch, if you're Catholic Central there. Yeah, they uh, stopped the clock at uh, 2.13. Uh, this drive uh, now 40-yard line has not eaten a whole lot of time. That's what the veterans do, though. What a play. First down and 10 up to the Mary's 40-yard line. Wants to throw again. Unloads on this one. Tipped a couple times. Two Shamrocks had a chance to pick that off at midfield. Brendan Yatuma had it in the breadbasket. And was it Charlie Menser to his right who also had a chance at it? Or Courser. I believe it was Courser there, and uh, they both wanted that ball and knocked each other off. Wow. 2.06 to play. It's a sigh of relief for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. It's a ouch again for Catholic Central. That makes it a second and 10. My goodness, what a game. 20 to 14, Catholic Central still. Orchard Lake trying to change that. A scrimmage from their own 40-yard line. Henson to pass. Faces pressure. Wallop down in the backfield at the 32-yard line. Big time sack by the Eaglets. The main man coming in was Steven Kolchev. And he left no doubt that that was going to be a sack. Orchard Lake has to burn a timeout. A buck 55 left to go in the ballgame. Could be a third down and 16 when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Cush Paint and Nahez Recruiting. Celebrating its 100th anniversary, Siena Heights University is offering its popular Discover Day, Saturday, November 2nd, for high school students and their families at the Adrian campus. Visitors will have the opportunity to learn about the admissions process, tour campus, engage with staff and faculty, and find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities Siena Heights has to offer. Visit go.sienaheights.edu forward slash discover to sign up. Join us November 2nd and learn what the Siena effect is all about. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. Third down and 16 for the Eaglets from their own 40-yard line. Henson down the middle of the field. This is picked off at the 35-yard line. Rolling back and hanging on is big number 16 for the Shamrocks, Jacob Young. But there's a flag. There's a flag down, two of them at the 33-yard line, a.k.a. the line of scrimmage. Is that roughing the passer? They're discussing again. The clock frozen at 149. The difference probably between the end of the game and another first down here for the Eaglets if roughing the passer is the direction they're moving. Personal foul? Probably that. We don't get the signal in terms of what the exact call was. Looks like the personal foul came after the change of possession. Did it? I believe that was the call. So this is going to move into... No, so it is still Catholic Central football. Catholic Central's ball. Yes. The way Orchard Lake reacted and the way the press box reacted, it was like, oh, this is staying with uh, 
Orchard Lake, and even the fans, there was something like, ugh, groan underneath to think that that one was going back in the hands of St. Mary's. So there's a minute 49 left. They only have two timeouts left. Probably hoped at this point that they had that other one back. Can't look back on that, though, with the sack. You have to take it to conserve as much time as you can, but it's not a lot of time to work with. And now the rain is coming down in sheets all of a sudden. Dan York points that out. The fine public address announcer here today. A minute 49 left to play here in the fourth. 20 to 14 is the Catholic Central lead. They'll run it, no question here, as they get it left side to Danny Scott, who gains two yards. And Orchard Lake St. Mary's will burn a timeout here. They'll be faced with a second and eight after their second charge timeout here. I'll tell you what, if Catholic Central does hang on to this game, the unsung hero to get this game back in the hands of CC is Danny Scott. He got it going on the ground for the Shamrocks. Yeah, they uh, if, if they continue to give uh, possession to him, that's a, a, a testament to what he did for this team here in the fourth quarter. Uh, they handed the ball to him, and he went down like a wrecking ball down the field. Play after play, got uh, Catholic Central in a position to win. And that's a guy who really wasn't on the map in terms of playing time or hands-offs. It's Cole Price, Brendan Yachuma, the two main backs. Jack Burks also uh, getting some snaps at running back, but Scott, kind of the guy who came into this game unknown, at least at the running back spot, and made a big charge. You know, he showed a lot of vision in there. He shows a lot of patience. It, it, it may be that Catholic Central's found a back that they can turn to. A minute 44 left in the game, 20-14 to 14 CC. Cole Price, the back, who's going to align behind Declan Bile in the pistol here. Lone white out on the near side, I believe, is Jacob Young. The officials picking up a loose towel at the 16-yard line. I'll throw that to the CC sideline and get ready for play here. One timeout left for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Cole Price gets the ball right side, gains another two yards as he moves it up to the 24-yard line. And Orchard Lake will use their final timeout with a minute 38 left. So they'll have, if they can make a stop here on third down, just under a minute to work with. No timeouts, obviously. Possibly, depending on the return, a decent field, as this one is on the CC 23-yard line right now. And with the athletes they have and the ability this offensive has, you can't rule this game dead quite yet. No, not yet. Uh, you know, if they were able to uh, to hold on this third down play, they could expect to be receiving that ball somewhere between the 40s, which uh, with that uh, strong left hand of uh, Orchard Lake quarterback, uh, they can expect to get down uh, pretty quickly, uh, cause a little bit of danger to this Catholic Central team. So Orchard Lake got the scoring going in this game in the hands of Tommy Boss. Then it was Anthony Anton who made it 14-0 and just kind of a piecemeal together for Catholic Central. A field goal here, a safety here, a touchdown, another touchdown has given them a 20-14 lead with a minute 40 left in the fourth. Third down and five for the home squad here. They scrimmage from their own 23-yard line. In tight shotgun formation. 
Pitch left side for the big back in Cole Price. He runs downhill up to the 26-yard line, and his teammates may have dragged him to a first down. The initial spot isn't great for CC from the far side as it's up to the 27. Everybody on the CC side pointing left, asking for the first down. The officials looking quizzingly at each other right now. They stop the clock. Looks like they're going to do a measurement. A minute 34 left on that frozen clock. So this is the ball game. No timeouts left for Orchard Lake. They may either made a stop to make it a fourth and short or Catholic Central just iced it with a first down into the hands of Cole Price. The sticks charging out from the far side. The football is around the 28-yard line here. Stretching out the chains now. And they look to be a nose of the football shot. As they eyeball it, yes, Mike Gentry puts up the inch fingers and says they are short. Wow. The margin of a football. And on top of that, with the measurement, if Orchard Lake gets this football back, if Catholic Central doesn't go for it, they get an extra, what, you know, 35, 36 seconds, all things considered at least? Plenty of time. Big arm cornerback. It felt like the interception by Catholic Central would have sealed this game, but the Orchard Lake defense stepping up. Now the Catholic Central team looking to their fans, jumping up in the air and said, hey, make some noise. A buck 34 remaining in quarter number four, 20 to 14 is the CC lead. They're going to go for it for all the marbles here on their own 28-yard line. Three men in the backfield in tight to Declan Bile. Mike Gentry going to wind the clock now. See. Told the Shamrocks to hold up. They'll waste as much time as they can as Biles stares to the sideline. Are they really going for it? We'll see. And Orchard Lake jumps. Celebration mode for Catholic Central on the other side. The officials will come together to make sure it's an effect on the defense. And yes, the call is offsides. What an odd celebration here. Emotions swinging back and forth, but it looks like Catholic Central is going to seal the deal. And you can't even really call it a hard count. He was looking at the sideline. They weren't even necessarily lined up and ready to go, but the Eaglets jumped. A minute 11 left into this one. They blinded a victory formation as Declan Bile, the young sophomore, Ice in his veins leads the squad to a victory they needed more than anyone here in week seven. Jeremy, they uh, they really took over control of this game and uh, the chances they took uh, with their passing uh, really paid off. Mix it in with some strong running. 20 to 14. Going to be your final score as the second knee is taken. The undefeated record of Orchard Lake St. Mary's is snapped as the men in blue and white hopping emphatically at midfield around their Shamrock logo. They're a happy bunch because they're back over the 500 mark at 4-3. and three. There's a lot of prep implications that 
just got decided. It's not going to be easy, though. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we get back. 20-14 to 14 is our final score in this one in favor of the home Shamrocks of Detroit Catholic Central for Orchard Lake St. Mary's and our game of the week. What a game it was here on FM 101.5, AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and Siena Heights University. Mike Gallagher sees another scam from the Democrats. I got an idea. Vote on impeachment. Get, get it underway. Vote. And without a vote, nobody from the White House, the State Department, or the Trump administration should be testifying before this kangaroo court. The president is right. It's a scam. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show is next on The Patriot. Have you connected with the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on social media? Search CHSLGO on Twitter and give us a follow. There you'll find coverage announcements, behind-the-scenes clips, news surrounding Catholic League football, and more. Send us a tweet during the game, and you could hear it read live on the air. Again, search CHSLGO on Twitter today and give us a follow. FM 101.5 and AM 1400 is your home for the best high school football coverage in Metro Detroit. Sportsmanship is still relevant in school sports. Good sportsmanship should be a given at our games. It's one of the primary reasons we have school sports to begin with, to help today's young people become tomorrow's community leaders. You can learn more about sportsmanship and download a full kit of sportsmanship ideas from the MHSA website at mhsaa.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, whether in person or on the phone, you have access to professionals dedicated to helping you navigate your financial goals. And their first-rate mobile app allows you to access your account anytime. Alliance Catholic has nine convenient locations around Metro Detroit, and credit union members can use nearly 30,000 ATMs around the country, including most 7-Eleven locations without a surcharge fee. So whether you're looking for a lot of help managing your money or just a little, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to join today. Federally insured by the NCUA, proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. 20-14, your final score in this one in favor of Detroit Catholic Central. Now time for our Cush Paint play of the game. Do we give it to the last play, which really wasn't a play? I mean, it, trying to draw Orchard Lake offside. Catholic Central is kind of staring to the nearest sideline. Trying to, you know, get as much time off the clock as they can. Trying to make Orchard Lake think as much as they can. Orchard Lake did jump. Maybe a couple players on the defensive front did, and that allowed Catholic Central to seal this ball game and win it twenty to fourteen. So, is that a play of the game, or is it the interception? What do you think? I, you know, I'd, I'd call it a play of the game. Uh, the guys jumping offside because both lines knew what was at stake. Both lines knew, you know, you you can't break right here. And Orchard Lake St. Mary's broke. And uh, that was a pivotal point of the game and uh, the obvious pivotal point of the game. But they had that slow decline throughout the game that brought them to that point. 
Absolutely. Well, there's a lot of games we're watching throughout the Catholic High School League. Brother Rice has a 12-0 lead at the end of the first quarter. Divine Child needing a victory is up 28-0 over Anna Bruchard. That's at the end of the first quarter as well. De La Salle, end of the third quarter, 19-0 over Davis and the number six team in the state. Those are all teams looking for wins. I'm sure Adif Floaty and Gus Vanderdock will talk about that and more in their CHSL Drive Home Show. We'll talk to Adif next in our little crosstalk segment here on the Patriot. 20-14 is the Catholic Central final score. They take the victory against Orchard Lake St. Mary's here today at home. More when we get back on the Patriot. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here cordially inviting you to join us right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot, this Saturday as they take on in-state rival, the Ferris State Bulldogs. Ashley Gesita, Ryan Oshnock, and yours truly will have the call for you starting with our pregame show at 5.30, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Dennis Prager believes every society needs norms. The notion that society can have norms is very important. And what the left does is chaos. They hate freedom and they hate order. Any society needs it, because when the guardrails are broken, uh, there's chaos, and bad things will happen. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Whether you're looking to move or stay put, now is a great time to purchase or refinance a home. Our friends at Alliance Catholic Credit Union can help. Whether you want a fixed rate or an adjustable one, want to retire in 15 years or lock in 30, want to buy an existing home or build a new one, they have mortgage options for you. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you get more than competitive rates and a great selection. You receive personal expert service that is fitting for any member. So whether considering a mortgage or just in, or just looking for trusted help managing your money, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to apply today. Federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Catholic Central 20, Orchard Lake St. Mary's 14. Your final score in this one, Jeremy Otto back alongside Carl Ruff and Otto Floaty. He's going to join us back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. And out of 14-0 Orchard Lake, that was in the second quarter. Felt so long in terms of them having a lead by the time this thing was all said and done. It looked like maybe, hey, they're going to try to get to a 7-0 record. They're going to try to win this game again on the road. But how about Catholic Central? When they needed a victory here today, they fought back. When their offense really wasn't rolling like they'd like, they fought back again. Used a safety, used a field goal, and then got two touchdowns when they needed to, made a stop when they needed to, and they won the ball game. Jeremy, Carl, great to hear from you guys tonight. Fantastic job on the call. Uh, Jeremy, when it was 14 nothing, honest to goodness, I was listening to the game, listening to your call with you and Carl, and thinking, wow, I do not see Catholic Central coming back from this deficit. But whatever Coach Carl, uh, sorry, Coach Dan Anderson said at halftime to Catholic Central, I hope they can bottle it up and use it for the rest of the year because whatever he said, that team that came out in the second half was a 
It was 180 degrees different than what we what you called in the first half. It was an incredible turn of events, and for Catholic Central, a huge, huge victory. Yeah, Catholic Central came out. Uh, they they were disciplined coming out early, and it paid off. They, their defense was able to get possession back for their offense, and it turned around, and uh, when they, they needed it most, at that point they changed momentum entirely with getting the safety on the bad snap for the punter. And at that point you could see it, the flip in the game, and at that point it was a whole new ball game, and it was a whole new sideline and a new offense. The defense was stood up in, through the entire game, and it was the offense at that point that took off. Carl, I, in, in, ter- in terms of, uh, you know, this game and, and what it meant, you know, for these two teams, kind of in different spots out of, you know, Catholic Central needing a victory to not only stay alive potentially in the prep bowl standings, but also, um, you know, trying to go 7-0 as Orchard Lake. And you can say, oh, you know, it, it doesn't mean a whole lot for Orchard Lake in this game. But at the same time, they want to get to 9-0 if they can. They want to get to 8-1. and They want the best possible stuff in terms of playoff implications, right? Yeah, I don't with with St. Mary's. I don't know if they were so much concerned with going nine and zero. Really, I mean, for them, they know they have a playoff spot. Uh, you know, they've locked up a playoff spot. They're in the prep bowl. Uh, they've won. Well, now co-tied for the central division. I think for them, this is actually going to be a bit of a. Uh, the coaches are going to use it to their advantage in terms of a little bit of a wake up call to the team. They were going along. They were rolling along. They've gotten some big wins over De La Salle, Brother Rice, Wild Lake Western, and now they've stubbed their toe against Catholic Central, and now how are they going to respond as a team? And in the past, this isn't the first time Catholic Central has done this to St. Mary's. The last time St. Mary's won the state title in 2016, they lost to Catholic Central twice, once in the regular season, the last in Week 7, and then once in the Prep Bowl, uh, they lost to them again, and they ended up coming back, beating Muskegon in the D3 final. So... I think for St. Mary's, they're going to, and their coaching staff, certainly they're going to use it moving forward for the prep bowl, but I think uh, it's going to be bigger motivation for them as they prepare for the state playoffs. Something also to stir upon in this game, 15 completions uh, out of 27 for Declan Bile for 200 yards. That's the guy you got to look out for as he kind of takes over the starting role for Jack Bino, and uh, if he's rolling, I think this offense is going to be rolling going down the stretch. Oh, yeah. Now you know that you're going to make this transition to this other quarterback. Did you really know what he had going in? You know, they went through and they had practice every week. Uh, Word from uh, Coach Anderson was whoever looked good in practice was going to make a start. Here, though, uh, Bile clearly stepped up, clearly put his foot down on the number one position for quarterback. Well, out of what what else you got brewing in that CHSO drive home show coming up? Well, Jeremy, we're going to review today's game, go over what happened. You you know, again, great turn of events uh, that happened, especially in the second half. We're going to go over the games that happened tonight. We had some big ones uh, in the Double A: Divine Child playing Ann Arbor Gabriel Richard. Uh, we had Cranbrook Lutheran North, and we're going to also go over games that are going on tomorrow, including a big one with Everest and Lakes, uh, and also U of D Loyola. Absolutely. Well, we can uh, kind of reveal what our game of the week is. We usually don't do this at this point in the season uh, until we get closer and we get to Monday or Tuesday, but we know that we're going to be heading to Everest Collegiate in Clarkson next week as they take on a possibly undefeated team 
in uh, Royal Oak Shrine. So those are two teams that could be undefeated heading into next week, and we're certainly really looking forward to, I believe, covering for Shrine, covering Shrine maybe the first time on our air in our Catholic League football game of the week. So that more is coming up next here on the Patriot. But first, we have the CHSL Drive Home Show with Anna Floaty and Gus Vanderdonk that's coming up on the flip side of this break. We want to say thank you to everybody that's helped us out here today, Brian Bolesky back in our WDTK DTK studios in Ferndale. Alex Westfall, our fine on-site engineer here today. Carl Ruff is my broadcast partner. I'm Jeremy Ida. We will see you in week eight. Again, 20 to 14 is our final score in favor of Catholic Central. Have a great night, everybody. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, Balance of Nature, Cush Paint, and Nahez Recruiting. Learn more about Catholic League football at chsl.com. And stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.